Joined by E, hello, and Robbie, E, and this week we are watching Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, Episode Five. We will be watching it on Disney Plus, which is honestly where I recommend to watch it. But you can rent it from every other place for the normal three ninety nine and four ninety nine. As always, I will of course recommend the Laserdisc. <laughs> there yeah. is the Laserdisc option if you are if you want to spend seven hundred dollars on a Laserdisc and then. However much money for a laser I disc think, player. Funnily enough, I think Star Wars are one of the more affordable laser discs. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, we looked it up. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laser disc is definitely one of those collectors' things. Like Betamax or vinyl. My my friend's dad has the trilogy on laser disc because he's like a super Star Wars nerd. That's great. That is yeah. fantastic, actually. And I was like, oh man, what if I went over there to watch it? He's like, I don't know if he'd let you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like if you watch them there's just a risk they might just stop working it might just break yeah yeah it's <laughs> what a great format you know it really it's a, such a surprise it did so it didn't do well in america yeah, yeah. Like, that's what everybody was really wanting like what if we could make something the size of a record that breaks if you look at it wrong <laughs> yeah uh, funnily enough it actually did do pretty well in japan it did yeah, yeah. yeah. uh they actually had a a very specialized one that apparently you just can't find them because like pretty much the collectors of laser discs just own all of them but they had like these specialized laser disc players that actually did 1080p yeah back could, in like 1993 1994 you could get hd picture at home yeah. if you were a millionaire yeah <laughs> <laughs> might have been cheaper just to buy an actual film actually at the time probably <laughs> um but I guess before we get into all of that, since you guys weren't on any of the stuff from last week, all no. of the, the Fear Street stuff that we did. No, I was too afraid. Yeah, too afraid. <laughs> I was <laughs> that, at work. That was actually a ton of fun. Uh, me, Liz, and Sam recorded all of those uh, in the same week. It was great. Really, really good time. Live streamed. It was, it was fun. So yeah, if you guys want to go back and listen to that, that'd be great. Anyway, Robbie, What's up? since you weren't here, how you doing? Same as usual for the most part. I think um slowly waking up more and more for the podcast <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> um By four weeks from now he might actually be 20 percent awake yeah i'm like at 16 percent right now gonna wake up one of those mornings and be like wait how do i breathe how do i breathe <laughs> just fully conscious of everything now <laughs> i have to just smack my chest every single time to get my heart to beat it's yeah like, yeah <laughs> Was that movie Lucy? Like he's now at one hundred percent of the brain capacity, <laughs> and then I just become one with the internet. Yeah, he become a zip file. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sequel. <laughs> I, have you guys seen Lucy? It's awful. I saw half okay. of it. It's stupid. It's all right. Really yeah, bad. I was gonna say that's pretty much what happens in it. Mm-hmm. It, it it's one of those movies where I've seen the second half of it because it was on TV, and I don't care enough about some movies to want to watch the whole thing. It's not worth watching the whole thing. No, I, I mean, it has Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah, 
A lot of things have Morgan Freeman in it, though. <laughs> You're saying not everything with him in it is a good movie? Yeah. What? Yeah, there's a lot of bad Morgan Freeman out there. I'm going to say it. There's a lot of bad young Morgan Freeman as uh, well. People don't talk about young Morgan Freeman enough, but there's a reason why. I think yeah. people just think he ex- just existed one day as like a 60-year-old man. That's why he's the God voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a God voice because of Bruce Almighty, but... Yeah, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh... Still working, uh, kind of not as much, but also the same amount, just different days. Have you been keeping your free bandana Thursdays going? Yes. Good. Which the funny thing is, is I bought a two pack for four bucks, and then like the next time that we, we, I got a scratch ticket, I got a dollar off of it. So I've literally just paid off my bandanas with scratch tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they pay for themselves, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, one of the Remingrod machines finally broke down because, like, that thing is like as tenacious as a 1987 Honda. Like, it's still like it, it was still running, but not very well. Yep, I yep, definitely yep, yep. I understand all the things you just said. Of course yeah. you do. <laughs> well, you <laughs> you're know. an expert on cars so, and blades. That was so. actually at the period where they're like, "Do we actually need engines and cars?" So it actually is basically like a giant Hot Wheels car where it's just on <laughs> just a giant plunger that pushes you down the highway. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about like those old Hondas is like. They didn't run very well, but like there could be a hole in the side of the engine and it would still turn over and you could drive it to work. That doesn't sound safe. No. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, I don't think any car back then was really safe. That's, that's fair. That's true, actually. Mostly doing that. Um, you had to replace the ramming rod. No, like I think they finally threw that machine away. <laughs> Damn. Like, I went back there one day and there was like just a giant space where that machine used to be. <laughs> How are they going to live with the dime they lost in profits I from know. throwing it away? <laughs> oh. Well, I guess I'll have to get that m- new machine up and running just a little bit faster. <laughs> they won't, but they should. <laughs> They're like, we actually just replaced it with a new toilet. That's it. Which is good, because the, Which the is last crazy. toilet was from 1930, and it ran like a <laughs> 1964. A on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Right next to like it's just, just like, an outhouse they built the factory around. <laughs> it's a historical monument. We're not actually allowed to tear the the outhouse down. It's the first outhouse in the area, so it's actually gonna make a joke about like those old outhouses that had like the plunger method. You well no, like uh they actually had like you would like, you know, do your business in it and then you'd press a plunger and it would just like squirt water in there from the plunger. Huh. Yeah. It was weird would, how we invented the toilet, honestly. I mean, the toilet's weird, but also, one thing I learned at work, because I just Google bad things at work. <laughs> you Googled <laughs> how to take a shit. I'm a bad employee. Um, <laughs> um, we didn't have, like, toilet paper until, like, the 60s. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, a thing. Yeah. There was literally a magazine that was created for people to wipe their ass with, and that's why that magazine sold so well, is because it was really good for wiping your ass with. <laughs> And it had a little, like, notch in its left corner, so you could put, like, a ring through it and put it in your outhouse. <laughs> and that, this is a fun, this is a true story, by the way. Yeah. That's why magazines have glossy pages now, so you don't wipe your ass with them. <laughs> that huh. doesn't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how, that's how we got the glossy well, pages like, on magazines. A lot of these, because, like, in other countries, like, bidet was yeah. what was invented basically instead of toilet paper in most situations. Yeah. It's funny that in America we were like, what if we just wipe our ass on our reading material? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess other than that, like at work I'm listening to podcasts and still playing that little mobile game. Good, good. Which did you that, win, son? No. 
I don't think you win at that game. You just do oh. slightly better. You could do it until you can run out of content, but that's usually when they add more content. I mean, like they're constantly doing events on there too, and it's always just like, hey, get three hundred crystals for doing this, or get a devilmon for doing this, or blah 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 blah. I wonder if there has been a single person in the span of apps for the last ten years, because really the last ten years is when the apps have been around. Yeah, who like started a free to play game, didn't spend any money, and actually got to the end of the content. Do you think that person exists? So. The main, the weird thing is you basically have to get to like five years ago because that's when the kind of model started to really kick off, like right, Candy right. Crush and stuff. I know, I don't, it's kind of hard to say because again, like they keep adding content. So it's really hard to like yeah. say when to deduce if someone got to the end. But I'm willing to wager at the start, some people probably did because at the start, people didn't under, like, businesses didn't know how to capitalize it on it yet yeah like someone beat angry birds right yeah well many people beat angry birds but that was for sale that was yeah a, that was a video game yeah that was a thing. 99 yeah. cent i beat angry birds actually wait what yeah huh. the original you're like, probably thinking of flappy birds no no i'm the angry bird oh okay yeah i beat bird the up. real rate like the original i didn't get like three stars on everything because fuck the star rating system in Angry Birds. I have no understanding of how it works. But yeah, like, when it first came out, that was one of the games I owned. Because, like, hey, I can have a video game for a dollar? Yeah. Whoa! You've, you've never grown out of that either. No. <laughs> I get slightly higher quality video games nowadays for a dollar, though. Actually, speaking of that, I recently got the... Uh, Steam was having a sale. I got the Dread X collection on that. So I technically got 10 games for like 6 bucks. Dread X. Yeah, uh, Dread X is kind of like a game jam thing wherever they had uh, these 10 horror games, and each horror game, they had one week to make it. Oh, Ooh, that's cool. oh I know what yeah. you're talking about. That one actually is pretty cool. I haven't beaten it yet. I've beaten like four of the 10 games If I remember correctly, there's like two really good ones, five all right ones, and like three kind of bad ones, if I remember right. You're not wrong. Like each one of them have like their own like strengths and weaknesses. Like the ones yeah. that I've beaten so far, there's one called uh, the pay is nice, and that one is like it you has at Amazon. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> if, the pa- if you didn't do enough packages, you just have to like slice your hand off mm-hmm. to like yeah. ship that to equal the weight. <laughs> yeah, that one's like a 20 minute long game of like uh, you work for like the secret or the secret company that like had this weird. Or that, like, sent you an email of, like, hey, like, we're looking for enthusiastic people to join our company. And, like, you joined it. And, like, it's, like, I'm technically not a scientist. But if anybody asks, I'm a scientist. And, like, it's, a com- like, it's like this weird company that does, like, this experimentations on people with medications and stuff like that. And kind of makes it seem like you're working for, like, a darker version of Pfizer. Oh, okay. So Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean but, any American medical company? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, like, there's that, and, like, um, it has a thing where, if, like, you go into your office, and, like, you have to, like, travel to your office, and, like, it's one of those, uh, you have to go down this hallway, and you have to, like, stay in the lights, because, like, they only keep on one light at a time, and if you go into the dark, like, his stress level gets too high, and apparently something bad happens if you stay in the dark too long, at least that's what the game makes you think. Did you test it? No. <laughs> oh. That's the fun thing to test with those games being in a week, because sometimes they'll intentionally, like, warn you about something like that, but they didn't have time to actually add yeah. the mechanic. Yeah. That's what I'm getting, because, like, it just basically puts a stress bar at the bottom, and, like, yeah. you go to your office, you do your thing for the day, and, like, at the end, you basically talk, or he ends up saying, like, you know, I've done these really bad things, and, like, 
I sometimes I have trouble sleeping at night, and most nights whenever I do dream, it's just nightmares. But at least the pay is nice, and like that's <laughs> kind of like the whole thing is like basically this company is turning you into a very bad person. But at least the pay is nice. Okay. Like there's that one. So like that one, it's not a very fun game, but <laughs> it has an easy, it has an interesting story arc. <laughs> Uh, I love, sometimes I do come on this podcast and say a very similar thing. Honestly, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> like, but once again, like it was twenty minutes long. Yeah, and then uh, the one game that I played that actually like freaked me out whenever I was playing it. That being said, it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was by myself in the house and I had all the lights turned off while I was playing it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, way to get scared of anything, actually. <laughs> yeah. So it was, um, uh, SpongeBob's Night at the Krusty Krab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a game called Summer Nights, and like uh, you know, like those old like Game and Watch LCD games. Oh shit! Yeah. I played that one actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. That one's cool. Yeah, it's like you basically just a little character that's like collecting mushrooms on the LCD screen, and it's like very reminiscent of that, but like. In the background, you just, like, hear stuff happening in your house. And so, like, because I have headphones that are, like, really good and directional, like, it sounds like something's behind me or, like, right. something's happening downstairs, mm-hmm. even though I live in a one-story house. Sure, kind of thing. Yeah. Or, like, every now and then you just kind of hear, like, a kind yeah, of thing. That's and, not like, going to come across in the audio? No, but <laughs> every now and then you hear a... <laughs> it's not going to be the right sound, but... But, like, uh, you'll hear, like, a knocking or, like, something like that. And, like, you know, while playing this and, like, not being able to see your surroundings while it keeps on reminding you like there might be something right behind you. Uh did freak me out with playing that one. Like that game did very well. Like the game like, the game was actually fun too, weirdly enough, yeah. being a little L C D game. Yeah. But um Does anything actually happen to yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the end it does. Okay. But um it's just one of those like they do a lot with the very little. Yeah. Okay. So like that one I would say is a perfect game jam game. Like yeah. I it could not be expanded to a full game. But it works perfectly but for being for like, yeah. the timeline. For being like a is. twenty thirty minute long game, it works very well. Yeah. Okay. That was um, really fun. Like, and it's one. It has like slight variances depending on who's playing. Um, I learned like if you're doing worse in that game itself, like more stuff will happen. Oh. Yeah. So like, and it will throw you off because like you'll play and like weird stuff is happening and you know you can't focus on the game because like what is going on? Yeah. I like that actually. Yeah. That's a really fun one to play. I, I would recommend any of them. If if I would recommend any of them, it would be that one. Right. If I was going to recommend any of them, it would be either that one or one, like, it actually could be expanded upon, too. It's called uh, Outsiders. And that one, like, that one's almost escape room the game. Okay. Uh, so, like, you're basically in so a house. So it's a Newgrounds game. So no, it's like- Escape the Room 1. <laughs> There's literally a game called Escape the Room. Oh, there's so many escape <laughs> there's four room games them. on there. <laughs> I guess I haven't played that one, but no, like it, it basically is just kind of like an escape room, but like it just drops you in the game and says good luck and you have to try to figure out what the hell is going on. But what it is is like they're drop they're like erasing people's memories and then dropping them inside of this house and then they have to try to escape the house within 15 minutes and if they uh don't think that they basically die. Cool. But yeah, like it's pretty interesting what they can do with it, but apparently they have like four different Dread X collections now. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Cool. But everything else going well, Robbie? Same as usual. Okay, cool, cool. Like I said, just getting used to the new schedule still. Yeah. Uh, e. Hello. How are things with you? Good. Um, I've been animating as per usual. Mm. This time I'm almost done animating, though, which is insane because I started this a year ago. Yeah. For most of this podcast, you've been talking about the thing you're animating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost <laughs> out, and that's that's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like you can only get so many frames done in a day. I know. What it's a, almost what like a, that. What a concept. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, that's been f- going around. Uh, I talked about it last week, I think. Uh, Chikori, I'm almost finished with. I could be finished if I didn't feel like just running around the map sometimes. Right. <laughs> sometimes I do this thing where I'll just read an entire comic in a night <laughs> and a half. Uh, I did that. This oh. this one was a uh, Chainsaw Man, which was really good actually. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Hmm. It's about well, demons. Not a man with a chainsaw. No, it is. Well, he is a chainsaw. Oh, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Oh. <laughs> it's really cool, honestly. Like, I really like it a lot. I read it because apparently there was an... Like, everyone kept talking about it because I guess the anime is coming out. And I was like, I'm just going to read the manga this time. Huh. <laughs> so then I'll watch the anime and be like, uh, they skipped the important scene in Chapter 17 where uh, Chainsaw Man finds and eats a hamburger. I really it, need to show you uh, the anime crime division. It's <laughs> literally sh- a man that's a chainsaw, huh? Uh, well, he's <laughs> he did a pact with a de- a chainsaw demon. Okay, so <laughs> is this uh, here's, I was reincarnated here's what, as a slime? No, <laughs> the reason like it's chainsaw demons and stuff in this world, demons are basically what people are afraid of, and the more fear something is, the sh- stronger of a demon it will be. So, like, one of the okay. most powerful demons in this world is the gun demon. Because, That's like, what people, people are afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, but, like, it's insane. Like, you see it a couple times in the manga, and, like, the first time it does, it kills hundreds of thousands of people in one attack. Okay. Because it's just a gun. It just shot, and it just wiped that many people with the blast. It sounds quite silly, the visuals I have it, in it, my head, but. <laughs> Um, it is, it is honestly, like, it doesn't take itself super seriously, like, it knows what it is a lot of times. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm getting but. my brave little toaster, or yeah, the my brave little brave toaster. Little, my little pony toaster one. <laughs> I get the brave, yeah, the brave little toaster, like, mixed with demons vibe yeah, from maybe. it. Like, it honestly is really cool, and it's also, like, a really endearing story about, like, people who grew up in abuse and, like, how that affected them in their relationships. Is there, like, a guy that just turns into... Or is there a demon that's like just a grasshopper because someone had like a fear of a grasshopper, <laughs> like a lesser um, demon that's a grasshopper? No, but like actually the so the chainsaw demon is actually technically the strongest. Oh, but the reason is because other demons fear him because if he eats if he eats the demon, they just cease to exist. They never existed. Huh. And the they actually bring this up like they there's like technically no wars or anything in this universe. Because anything that would have started the war got eaten by the chainsaw. Huh. Like, okay. there's there's really cool, like, snippets like that that I'm interested in. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess there's going to be a sequel eventually. And I'll probably check that out when it comes out. But, yeah, I huh. I really dig it. It's probably one of the my favorite comics I've read. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Huh. I might have to watch the anime and be disappointed when it comes out. Yeah, you'll be like, this is an anime, what the hell? <laughs> this is an anime, what am I doing? <laughs> and you're like, you know what, I should ask Sam if she wants to watch this. <laughs> I don't know, like, it it has a lot of the issues with anime, like, it's super horny sometimes, which that, I don't... That's anime. Like, yeah, but yeah. it's interesting enough where I can put it past it, although I don't know, like, a lot of times when it gets turned into anime, it, like, ups that kind of stuff. Yeah, it does. Yeah. People... People like boobs and butts. Yeah. Drawn. Like, even, like, there's another, like, one of my favorite animes actually has a second season, 
and I don't want to watch it because I read the manga and I know some of the characters that show up and it's just like, uh, <laughs> don't want to deal with the horn. No, like, okay. So one of the characters is basically just half boob. Like they're just like, <laughs> they just have massive boobs that go down to like their stomach. Why not? I know. Sure. Why not? Just that's what anime is going to become anyway, right? Yeah, just a bunch of boobs just, just, just running just around. Gonna, so. There's no faces. They just like have really high, draw high, well drawn boobs in the middle. And then when like the male character comes on, it just goes straight to their dick. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if they do that because people would be so mad. They're like, oh, why does it have to do with the dick all the time? <laughs> it's like you're not going to say anything about the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that would happen too. Yeah. Funny thing is, there actually was like a character on South Park that. It was basically boobs with hands sticking on, uh, out on the sides, some feet, and like some hair on top of it. Yeah, that's anime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just that, and uh, I, I hung out with a friend for the first time in like a year since, you know, the pandemic. World yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. We played a lot of games. Good. I found a really cool multiplayer game that I didn't expect to like as much called 12 Orbits, and that was really fun. Um, it's a one button game, so it's oh, really interesting. Easy, yeah. yeah. Okay. Easy to learn, hard to master. Gotcha. Yeah, just like that in general. Cool. All right, Mr. Host Wars with the most words. <laughs> I'm going to just make them worse each time. Yep, Don't worry. I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, things are good. Like I said, we did all the Fear Street stuff this last week. So basically all of my time. Yeah. Was with that. You watched every season of Fear Factor, right? Mm-hmm. Every single season. Um, All I'm, four seasons. I'm pretty sure that I can eat a dick now. <laughs> That'd be the <laughs> least concerning thing they ate on that show. I don't know, actually. They eat a lot of, like, hey, we took the penis off this bull. Here. That's, that's what I mean. But, like, there's times where you're like, hey, here's, like, Here's the rectum of here's, a moose. Yeah, here's every like bug known to man. Eat that, vomit it up, and then that's what your opponent has to eat. <laughs> yeah, actually. And uh. then do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get to the end of that, then you have to cross a bridge. I know you're afraid of heights. We uh, did a survey. So yeah. you're the only one that has to do that, actually. Uh, and yeah. the next person's like, and then we trapped you in a box with a violin. I don't I don't know how that's a fear. Like, what, what, what about it? Like... <laughs> Can we have that spin off of Fear Factory? It's all like the weird, like the strange things yeah. that people are afraid of. That would be well. I guess Fear Factory in general is already like a terrible concept, mm, but yeah. like that would actually because then like everyone's laughing at you too, which sounds oh, awful. That's, that would be yeah, bad. That, that would not yeah. be fun to go on. Let's actually. not get that spin off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all of my time was uh, dedicated to doing those live shows this last week. So besides that. Um, I've learned that you can be power hungry if you're the manager at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> uh, went to go and get a blizzard and there was a manager there and like, it seemed like they were going like a little slow. Like they were kind of confused and know what was going on. Like whatever, it's fast food at like nine o'clock at night. I can't be too picky. Mm-hmm. We're going in there. We're like waiting and the manager comes out of the back and he just starts like, being angry, just general angry at people, and he's like, "Hey, you guys waiting for stuff?" Yeah, like, okay, you you're waiting. We're like, yeah, okay. And he like keeps like looking over our shoulder outside, like he's waiting for something, but there's nobody out there. <laughs> so, um, he like yells at a bunch of people in the back to like go and make blizzards and stuff like that, and so they're making them. 
And then he gets up into this one guy's face who's like working the fryer. And he's like, hey, I'm the fucking manager. I'm always making goddamn fries. You need to make some fucking fries, okay? And like he was about to swing at his employee. <laughs> They're both very young, by the way. Both probably like 19. Okay, that's slightly not as terrible. Yeah, and then the guy like gets. <laughs> I up was into like thinking like you were talking about. Here's like this forty year old guy. No, no, like no. up in this like teenager's face about to. Fucking... Yeah, that would. I was about to say I don't know how that make it worse, but yeah, that would make it worse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah that would. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like he gets up in his face. They don't fight. Walks away. Two dudes. Also, one guy looked like exactly like. Six years ago, Justin Bieber, who was making our Blizzard, maybe like, it was. Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> We just got stuck in a weird time loop. Um, and so, like, the blizzards are being made. We're waiting for our ice cream. Uh, they get put out. The manager guy, like, tells another guy that his stuff is ready. He goes over. He's like, these aren't mine. He's like, well, whose are they? And he looks at us. He's like, what'd you guys get? And we tell him. He's like, I think these are yours. And he's like, sorry about that. Sorry about the wait. Then he immediately looks over to his side. He's like, hey, dum-dums, you made the wrong fucking order. What? And I'm like, There's three people there. How, do you, how is that the wrong order? <laughs> how can you make... <laughs> Did they were they there before you? No. How would it be the wrong order then? It's just I think, I think my main question is how do you keep finding all these angry managers? Yeah. I'm not sure. Also, I'm not How do they not all quit? Cuz like if I were called if my manager literally came up to me like, "Hey, dumb dumb, I'm, I don't I'm done. I don't need this." Like it's just well, for one that goes on to the record of they're going they're going to ask you why you quit. And um, I would say, hey, my manager called me a dum dum, and they'd which... be like, "Too bad, we're gonna call you dum dum here. Go away." <laughs> it's like, ooh, we actually call everybody dum dum yeah. here. Um, a lot of people have rent to pay. That's true. I guess there is rent, isn't there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and some people can't have time to find a better job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just I'm finding a lot of angry fast food managers. Yeah. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot more of that. You should have just, like, called him a dum-dum. You'd be like, hey, dum-dum, run your store better. Ooh, <laughs> and then all the... And then that's when everyone he was looking over for shows up, and, like, everyone just runs in the Dairy Queen. And they're like, oh! <laughs> He's like, damn it, I knew they were here! <laughs> just waiting for a point of weakness from his manager. <laughs> uh, that sucks, though. I hate, like, yeah. hearing stories of, like... Because like, it's 9 p.m. What the fu- Who fucking cares? Nobody gives a shit. Like, nobody who's there at 9 o'clock is, like, Super anxious that their ice cream isn't getting done fast. Yeah, enough. like you're like there like two hours before it closes, anyways. You yeah. know it's not gonna be like amazing. Yeah, like I'm just there because like I'm sad and want to eat my feelings away. <laughs> just like we don't need to hurry this up. Yeah, we'll all get there. <laughs> I mean, I guess the closest to something like that. I remember walking to like a Seven Eleven and like the manager was like they weren't like fighting or anything. They were just talking, and I think the manager said shit or something. And he looked over and saw that I was like buying existing a, yeah like <laughs> buying a drink and he's like oh sorry about that i was like i don't fucking care <laughs> yeah yeah that happens sometimes yeah. anyway star wars yeah sure that's all the tales you have to spin that's all i want to <laughs> <laughs> he actually visited like five other restaurants and a very similar experiences at all of Just them every single one yeah um yeah so like i said we will be watching it on disney plus yep it uh, has a runtime of two hours and seven minutes and is rated PG. Or many tobacco. If I had to guess. <laughs> For a drug. I would say mild viol- mild sci-fi violence and references to drug paraphernalia, probably. That, make- actually, that makes me wonder, like, how does it rate, like, sci-fi violence versus actual, like, 
human violence? Like, is it slightly less because it's like in a fantastical kind of? Yeah. Okay. Actually. Like, back Lord of on... the Rings shouldn't be PG thirteen. No, but it is. There's murder it's... in that. <laughs> yeah, ton. You like literally see blood gushing out of people's heads. So, but it's fantasy. So. Yeah. Well, the thing about that is like orc blood is black. And that, and so they like, get away with that for yeah. that reason. And then also, like, I remember looking up a list because me and Dry got curious in like what movie has the most on-screen deaths. Apparently, it's Return of the King. Yeah, yeah. And that movie is PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going back to the Fear Street thing, we had a whole conversation about like how Netflix even rates that stuff. Go listen to Fear Street Part Three. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Um. Anyway, E, I'm the one out. You're the one out. Last. You haven't seen it. No, I'm what? the outlast. What do you actually think happens in this Star Wars? Surely this is when we meet Yoda. Okay. We didn't meet him last time, I'm pretty sure. We didn't. Yeah, so surely this is when we find Yoda playing it. Okay. And Luke's like, I'm all right with the Force, but I could be better. And old Ben Kenobi's like, I know a guy, actually. Okay. And he just he just tosses Luke towards the Yoda planet. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Obi Wan is like I like I know who to send you to. Just hold on a second. Make yourself like a spear. He <laughs> just goes yeet. <laughs> it's the only time I'll ever use yeet. So have fun with that. Whoa! That was, do you guys see that lightning? Yep. Um, I'm waiting for the thunder crack. <laughs> You're gonna wait a while. I don't think this is yeah. gonna be one. There it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> nope. There, no, it, there is. it is. I should never say yeet. Apparently, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God got pissed. I wonder, I wonder if that <laughs> will get on. If I'll record. If it will, that's amazing. He I, said yeet, and Zeus was like, no! <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Yoda training, and uh, well, you know, Darth Vader's still like spiraling in space from the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what's going to happen, but I'd love if they just like Great. start and he's still spiraling. Really he, like good. spirals and he's yeah. like he ends up landing on a planet that's like ten thousand light years away. Uh I, I imagine we'll be to uh, fuck uh Palpatine. Okay. I don't think he was in the last one, was he? No. Yeah, I think we'll meet Palpatine too. Palpatine will actually catch Vader. What was his name? General something. Poo poo man. Yeah, it, I keep on to say Grievous, but it's not Grievous, but like no. he was more or less supposed to be like the main bad guy, and Darth oh, Vader's supposed oh. to be his his Wacky. strong arm. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like he it doesn't died. Matter, he's dead. Yeah, yeah he, he died. So <laughs> yeah, um, he went kaboom. Yeah, so Palpatine's gonna catch Vader and be like, "The Force is strong with you, but you need to learn your lightning powers." <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, why are you doing the red rum finger? (laughs) Like people listening can't see. I I did just instinctively do that. I I think it's like because it's like red rum. Palpatine does a little bit sound like we're kidding. Yeah, actually, Palpatine had a little bit too much rum. Yeah, yeah, made him real red. Uh, but yeah, so it's gonna be like the two training. Okay. Okay. And um, they find another Death Star. After the training montage. <laughs> yeah. No, Leia and uh not with Han Solo, but they just happened to cross paths because that just sounds like something that would happen. Okay. And she's like, Damn, Han Solo, did you know about this? He's like, I know about everything, but not this. <laughs> I know about everything, but tell Chewie because he might not know. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Ah, you, you know, he's really still pissed about the metal thing from yeah. the last movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's just kind of a character arc for him. Yeah, it is. 
That's it. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's my guess. Okay, cool. Um, well, we're going to be reading the one sentence description on Disney Plus again. Yeah. Again, there is a button that says details, and when you <laughs> click it, it does give you those details. Oh, this was released in uh 1980, by the way. Oh yeah. Um. So three years after the first. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like if internet is being nice during this storm that's going on behind me in this window, we might be able to watch in 4K. Hopefully. The internet's been cool. Um, all right, here's the description. <clears throat> Luke Skywalker trains as a Jedi and confronts Darth Vader. I knew it. There has to... Yoda's in this. <laughs> no one else could possibly train him. Not a single person. Yoda's going to be like, McDonald's I want. <laughs> No, that's Clank. That's Clank. (laughs) You know, Luke has to like carry Yoda up a mountain to the only McDonald's on his planet. Yeah, that's they got really. After the first movie, they really got into advertising. Yeah, they. (laughs) I was gonna say, could you imagine? That's fucking every movie nowadays. They all have so many fucking advertisements. Mm -hmm. But could you imagine Star Wars just in the second where they just go to McDonald's? That would be so amazing. (laughs) That would be the best fucking thing. Like they're just flying through space, and Han's like. You know, I could really go for a six-peak McNugget with a side of large fries and a large Coke. <laughs> and they just, like, drive off in there at, like, Space McDonald's. And he's like, you got, you guys want anything? You. That's something that would be a Rick and Morty episode. I think it is. Actually, I, don't, I, I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. Technically, I want to say technically that's, like, episode one of season three. Well, like, there's the... <laughs> yeah. He did go to um, McDonald's in his brain when he was... The flashbacks. Yeah, they so did that. They actually, basically, then, did. Didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Well, there. So yeah, that's that's how this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like there was like a lot of memorabilia for Star Wars. Like like back then, you could buy like lunch oh, yeah. boxes and shirts yeah. oh, and no, cereals like, and toys. Sold, like, and, yeah. They immediately made merch. I'm yeah. just thinking like Neopets, where like imagine they just immediately were like cross sponsorships <laughs> in universe. That'd be good. That would be good. I wouldn't be mad. I would. They be cross mad. over with Neopets too, so you get the Neopets McDonald's in the world. Where are we ever getting Neopets too? Um, there's. I think they tried. Oh, really? I'm trying to. Just, I think they did. Yeah. Huh. Gotta look that up at some point. Anyway. But yeah. Uh, McDonald's. Woo! <laughs> Don't <laughs> sponsor us because I'm not quite a fan of your food. <laughs> but I think it's a mobile game that I'm playing actually to cross over at Street Fighter. Oh, that's I actually, way cooler. I did see about something about that. Yeah, actually. yeah. There's a lot. There's like, was it the Nintendo mobile game crossed over with like Mega Man and a bunch of like other yeah video a games, bunch of weird stuff, like the Marvel yeah. versus Capcom thing. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Star Wars. Um, hopefully no McDonald's in universe, but <laughs> uh-huh. I won't say no. That'd be hilarious. Just It'd be to really see. funny. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's uh let's go watch the movie. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back from watching Star Wars episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes First. Uh, yeah. Well, it you did. know, that's what George Lucas's thing is. He really wanted to make sure that the good guys were seen as the good guys, so the Empire strikes first. <laughs> that's a dumb joke. <laughs> I can make all the stupid, obscure Star Wars jokes yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, 
How's it feel? <laughs> Bad. Cool. Yeah, you're, you've, <laughs> you've seen at this point, E, more than half of Star Wars. Yeah. We should have just stopped halfway through this movie so I can say I saw exactly <laughs> half of it. But we didn't. How, how, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, over half of the half is still bad. So Fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I watched movies. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like... Um, well, let's get into uh, general thoughts before we get into some spoiler talk here. E, since you are the one who didn't see it. Hello. What did you think of Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back? Uh, I get. I'll go. I'll get this out of the way off the bat. I did not think this was as strong as the first movie. Myself, honestly. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's just like the. It probably is a lot of the first one was clearly meant to be a standalone movie. Yes. Whereas this feels like it's setting up the next movie more than being a standalone movie. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. Um, I was actually pretty close with my guess. I wasn't expecting that. About? They went to Yoda Planet and Yoda trained him. Yeah. I, I guess pretty well. Yeah, yeah. That's a very big part of the movie. Yeah. I, I thought the... Oh, that's kind of spoilers, I guess. So I, I won't say that part yet. Yet. But yeah, this is a... I yeah I, I still enjoyed this movie. It's definitely still a good movie. It was kind of slow at the start, but I think it picks up. It starts with a giant war scene. Yeah, it's a very slow war scene. <laughs> <laughs> they all start with a giant war scene. That's not true. <laughs> they the first uh, episode four started with running away. <laughs> so there from a war scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's Star Wars, E, not stars talk about stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stars talk about stuff for being Star Wars, though. There is a lot of talk about stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like there was just kind of some meandering at the start until Luke did his Luke stuff. <laughs> I don't want to say yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that description. Um, And I think some of it feels like George Lucas still wasn't entirely sure where he wanted to go with everything. Yeah. I'm not blaming him because this movie technically wasn't supposed to exist anyways. That's true. It wasn't. It was never it, but it was never originally planned. Yeah. But yeah, still still good for sure. Um still very much better than all of the prequels, in my opinion. Still higher tier than that. Mm-hmm. Something you could watch again? Uh depends how the next one goes, honestly. Okay. If they stick the landing. Yeah. Because, okay. again, this really does just feel like setup, And okay. there's aspects of this I would enjoy seeing again. Um, as I said, this is where Yoda is. And uh, I, was, I did ask, I was informed Jim Henson was, in fact, on the project. Mm -hmm. And you can really see his, like, touch in how Yoda is. Yeah. And <laughs> it is amazing because Yoda is a different character in this. Entirely different from what you see in the prequels. Yeah, or just media in general. Like, yeah. this is not how people remember Yoda. No, and I think that's a shame because it's great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. He is, I'll, I'll get more into what I just love about him, but Yoda is great in yeah. this. Yeah. And I think some of that does have to do with Jim Henson and uh, Frank Oz. Yeah, who did the puppeteering as well mm -hmm. for him. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, good. Good. Okay. Robbie, how long? I didn't ask this uh, at the beginning like it had been in the other ones. How long had it been since you'd seen this? About as long as it has been for A New Hope, honestly. Okay. Like, I think the last time I watched the trilogy, it was like back to back to back. And they were all on VHS to A, tell how old I am, and B, how long it's been since I've seen this movie. Okay. Like, there were a few scenes that I didn't remember. Most of them weren't really important, though. Uh, Like, I guess a good example, like one of the bounty hunters being a lizard person. (laughs) You're telling me that's not going to come back in the episode six? Spoilers. Not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me he wasn't the big bad the whole time? (laughs) The biggest big bad? Considering he doesn't even move, he just kind of stands there. Yeah. May as well be a doll. You know how expensive (laughs) that would be to actually move that? You know how expensive it probably was just to build the damn thing? (laughs) $10 in 80s money. Which is like a million dollars today. Yeah, inflation's insane. So many Cokes. (laughs) I think Coke was 10 cents back then, actually. I guess for a bump, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Every time that's said, I just think of that dumb song. (laughs) What song? It's been a while since I said I'm sorry. Some... It's an old Stain song. No sure. idea. I didn't know who made it. I just and I only know that verse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Robbie. <laughs> Anyways, um, there is a little bit of '80s jank in here still, or '70s yeah. moving into '80s jank, but yeah. it is still very much like you said. It's as Dry was saying. This is probably one of the most Star Warsy Star Wars movies. It is. It is. That seems weird and to me. This <laughs> seems very. Different than everything I've seen so far. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, I think this is just in tone and like how much happens in it and what happens in it is the what fundamentally is Star Wars from here on out. Yeah, mm. and you can tell they did have a higher budget with this one, but you can also tell that they're kind of riding more on the seat of their pants, like. They very much wanted to tell you, like you said, a space western with the first movie. Yeah. And then whenever, like, hey, that one became a sensation. We need to make more. I was like, what do you mean we need to make more? Like, I'm done with it. And no, you need to make more. Yeah, imagine. How if- about I move on to this? No, more. Imagine <laughs> just, like, they're like, hey, John Wayne was pretty good. What about John Wayne 2? <laughs> well, John Wayne, first off, was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> so you did get John Wayne 2. You got John Wayne, like, 97. <laughs> I don't think he's exactly the same John Wayne, but... Then again, <laughs> Western. He was just John Wayne. All right, Calamity yeah. James and Calamity James 2, then. <laughs> there we go. Calamity Jamers. <laughs> I don't know why I went for James, but Calamity's not the name. Yeah, I don't... But whatever. Anyways, um, it is, it's still entertaining, though, to watch a movie. Uh, this movie does move faster than I remember it moving whenever I was a kid. Like, I don't... Like, a lot does happen in this, but for some reason, I thought it was spread out a bit more, but... These movies just happen at a super fast pace. They really do. And I think that that's one of those things that when people talk about the sequel trilogy, they don't really realize just how fast paced this original trilogy actually is. Yeah. I mean, the prequels were also, well, when they weren't at a snail's pace, but they, yeah. Yeah. when they actually talked about important stuff, it was fast. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think a lot of people who have great memories of this original trilogy, which is fine to have those, I think need to go back and watch them again. Because they move at a super fast pace. Things, yeah. Yeah. There's a million different wars and battles going on all at the same time. Literally the first one, I would argue, because yeah. you know, I had to finish a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, uh, all in all, it still is an enjoyable experience to watch it, everything kind of unfold. It is very much building up to what the client like. A lot of that movie is building up to like what the climax is towards the end of it, and even that climax is, is kind of building material towards what's going to be the next movie. Yeah, and leaving a lot of things unanswered. Yeah, but once again, as we've discussed before, that's a very George Lucas thing to do is to leave a lot of things unanswered, and in a lot of ways. Some of the stuff maybe he'll answer. Some of the stuff he probably just will like leave you to try to answer yourself. Yeah, there's there's one thing that happens at the end that I'm just now realizing I don't have the answer for, and that's something that we're gonna have to wait to talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna have one. to. I'm gonna yeah. ask you immediately. It's a. Uh, it's about. I don't Lando know. Sololo. <laughs> what? It's about did, did Lando and Han have a relationship before the movies? Well, yes. But no, it's it's a very like specific thing that I just never really thought about that because it was something that E said, I was like, Uh-oh. "Oh. Huh. So we'll have to talk about it in the next movie though." Damn okay. it. I say so much shit though. I'm not going to remember. I will remember. Are you sure? I'm going to be editing this, so I'll remember. <laughs> if he doesn't didn't think about that. <laughs> if he doesn't remember, he'll get a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. All in all, it's still an enjoyable experience. Like non-spoilery thoughts of it. It, it is still Star Wars. Mm. It is still you know. Uh, it's less of a space western and more of a space opera at this point, though. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Actually, I also enjoy it. Um, I'm. I don't think that it's the strongest of the trilogy. I, know I would actually lo- agree. I know that a lot of people really do, but I think that that's a lot of like first impressions and a lot of like the big twist and everything like that, which everybody yeah. knows at this point. But just in case you don't, I don't want to be the one to spoil it for you. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, I think that's what most people try to lean on to. Also, is the big twist of it, and that's why it's the most Star Warsy of it. Yeah. But like, I, I honestly do still feel that Return of the Jedi is probably the strongest of the original trilogy but that's just my personal opinion is that the next one or the first one the next one okay the next one that i don't know i'm i'm torn because like there's half of this one that i love and there's half of the next one that i love yeah and there's half of this one that i hate and there's half of the next <laughs> one i hate that's also fair so so if you just like spliced your own version of them without think of how that messes up any <laughs> of them. i mean honestly yeah but i feel like i kind of feel the same way about each one of these trilogies like the last two parts of each trilogy, I I have like there's things I love and there's things I hate. Uh, with the sequel trilogy, it was mostly hate. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, I actually do kind of like with the sequel trilogy of this, I do agree with that too because like a lot of people tend to like chat on certain parts of the sequel trilogy, and I it was probably one of the few people like, yeah, it was good, it was an alright movie. I think yeah. it's mostly just because it's new, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like even like for some godforsaken reason, there's a lot of love for the prequel trilogies. <laughs> There's a lot of prequel forgiveness going on. Yeah. I don't like it. I would say, have you watched them again recently? (laughs) (laughs) I watched them for the first time, and God, they suck. I think you could get maybe an hour out of them of enjoyment of the whole trilogy. Yeah. I I try not to shit on, like, stuff, because I know there are some people. Well, I have a friend who actually just genuinely (laughs) does enjoy the prequels. Have you told them they're wrong lately? <laughs> I don't want to. They're nice. <laughs> friends don't let friends prequel. <laughs> I don't think I've had I've ever seen that person like actively dislike any piece of media, honestly. So I'm not like You're not gonna be the person that's like, listen, yeah. bud. <laughs> how dare you have enjoyment? 
How dare you have a fleeting sense of joy in your life at this point? How dare you find one thing in this world that makes you feel like you can escape and not just think about the existential dread of the life? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's mostly the new of the sequels because, funnily enough, I know someone who absolutely hates the sequels. Well, when they came out, they loved it. Yep. When the first one and the second one came out, they were gushing about it to me all the time. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about, <laughs> but they were gushing it. Yeah. Uh, that that it's the internet again. Yeah. I I do, I do think it's a problem with the internet because a million different people, and it's generally the minority of people who are the last on the internet. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. It usually is. So it's never gonna be like. It's never gonna be the million people like, yeah, this is a good movie. It's gonna be that one guy in the background that like, this movie can suck my dick. Right, like nobody remembers like the guys who went to see Star Wars when it came out in theaters and are like, that was fucking stupid dumb sci-fi shit. People remember yeah. like how everyone grew up fucking watching Star Wars. Well, actually, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to remember if no, there weren't like chat rooms back then, right? In the seventies, I don't know. There no. are rooms that people chatted in. I think they were just called rooms yeah. then. I mean, I'm trying to th- <laughs> there are also pin pals, but they're, those are two separate things. I, I don't know. Like a lot of, I mean, people were crazy with technology. Sometimes they figured ways around that, even if there wasn't much to do. I mean, but. there were strings on cans. <laughs> In the 80s? There wasn't internet, I can tell you that. I, I mean, well, late 80s, there was technically internet, but that was still very much yeah. a hush-hush thing that was being used by corporations and government. And colleges. And colleges, yeah. 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 yeah, there wasn't but, just like go to your family computer and go online. For I a know there wasn't time. that. I just mean like the super nerds. I didn't know if they developed some sort of, I don't know, fucking landline you can call another super nerd to I, discuss uh, it. I think the closest to that, like probably the closest to like an original chat room were MUDs. And those are like probably late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I mean is like there's not like remnants of that. Like there are of the prequels, for example, or the yeah. sequels now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I guess a good example of something like that, too, is like before cosplay culture was actually a thing, there's actually is a, a picture of this woman who went to go like watch the original Star Wars. And I guess she went and watched it in theaters eight times and was taking notes every single time because she was trying to get like the look down of one of the um, one okay. of the rebel fighters uh-huh. that were fighting or that were not the TIE fighters, uh, the X-Wing uh, pilots. And I guess like she was actually able to cosplay and like make her own X-Wing suit. But she had, like, since there was no internet and no yeah, way to, can't. like, actually, like, look up reference photos or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you can't that. take she a just... picture. They're going to kick you out of the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she literally <laughs> just had to, like, you know, kind of, like, okay, orange jumpsuit, chest piece, chest piece looks like it goes like this, no, 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 okay, this helmet, and, like, basically just, like, uh, or, like, as she's watching the movie, just, like, take notes of what it looks like. Get, like, a painter's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> they all wear painter's outfits, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's all overalls. Yeah. But, Yeah. It it's just different eras. Like, I mean, if you wanted to, you could definitely dig up old old critics. Probably shit. Oh yeah, all there's over. almost certainly reviews of critics being like, anybody who likes this is a big dumb. Like, there's almost uh, that's very harsh language for the time. You weren't allowed to call people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that there are a bunch of critics yeah. like this is mindless garbage that nobody's ever gonna yeah. enjoy. I I can almost guarantee there's those reviews. Yeah, but uh, different eras for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's uh it's it's some good ass Star Wars. Some good ass Star Wars. And what more do you need in life? 
food. But imagine if you just watch some good ass Star Wars instead of eating. Actually, I've done you watch, that. You'll watch some good ass Star Wars and drink some green milk. No, you can't. No, that's food. <laughs> but not Star Wars food. <laughs> anyway, uh, from the Tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll generally kind of agree it's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I get. I was the only one who said like a specific. If I like, I thought the first one was better. What about you guys? I, because like I, I guess do... this movie for me, it, it's on par with the first one. If okay. you ask me, but I think it's one of those because it's building up to the, the you know, the end of the original trilogy. It's probably one reason why I liked the uh, Return of the Jedi more. Yeah, I think. For me, even though there's a lot of stuff that I really do just super, super dislike about Return of the Jedi, I think it's overall my favorite of the trilogy. Yeah. That being said, I also think it's the worst of the trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you're referencing, too. Yeah, like, it can be my favorite and also be bad. Yeah. This is The Empire Strikes Back, though. Was the first one Return of the Jedi? No, the no. next one I'm saying. Yeah, I was asking about this one in the last uh, one. Oh, like which one I like more? Yeah. I like this one more. Okay. I do like this one more. Yeah. I was <laughs> My bad. Yeah, no. Because I was just curious, because you guys obviously have the foresight of what the next one's about and what this is actually building up to, whereas I only have a vague idea Yeah. based off of process of elimination, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, with it being Star Wars... It's also good to keep in mind that a million things happen between between movies, mm-hmm. and so you're not. It's not going to be like a Marvel movie, like oh hey, here's the exact next part that's happening. Like yeah, a like lot has happened that's not going to be explained. Not like oh man, look, Luke slammed down from the city, and he's like, Skywalker's assemble, and he just stands there because he's the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> no Vader shows up behind him, <laughs> but like yeah, it's not. It's not like a television show. It's it's. A trilogy of its time. A lot of things happen in between, and because it's George Lucas, you are meant to pick up the pieces yourself. Mm-hmm. And fans did, and there were a bunch of novels that came out that are no longer canon that also did that at the time as well, which probably explains one of my questions that I'll end up asking. But yeah, like, like there's what something happened I was gonna... to the Lizard Man. That's the question. <laughs> well, there's actually another thing I was going to bring up too, but I don't know how much spoiler it is for the original trilogy. Because between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, I don't think the word Mandalorian is ever uttered. Nope. nope. Yeah, and so. so I think that's just something that people pieced together, and it became canon because people wanted it to be almost. I think that must have been the books, because I had a friend who was actually really into like the lore of Star Wars. And that's possible, and too. Lo- and he talked a lot about the Mandalorian, how he thought they were really cool. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone... They they may say Mandalorian in the third one once, but they don't have a lot of time to do it. Yeah, they're like, look, the Mandalorian's getting eaten by the Sarlacc pit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like that's something because like I don't remember them even say like ever uttering that word in the third one either. So I was just thinking about that too, and I was they might not. Yeah, so that might have been something that like you know fans that created novels or whoever else like ended up coming up with uh you know the race of the Mandalorians or all this other stuff that. It's just never explained, but you're just meant to piece piece it together yourself. I mean, a lot of that early stuff was like novels and random toys and stuff like that. That just like that's what built game. Yeah, that's like what built out the universe. Now we have a million different things, and everything has to be explained, or else it's bad. Yeah, (laughs) God. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, 
I think uh, general discussion, good to be done. Yeah, I think so. I don't. <laughs> if you have anything you wanted us to talk about, please let us know. At the last ones in. <laughs> <laughs> last one's in dot to go to go. You heard him. <laughs> the, the last one's in podcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, general stuff, good. Yeah. I probably can't appreciate it as much as you guys can, but. I don't know. I think, I think there's a thing about it that's like a certain age, a lot of your imagination takes over. Maybe. Whereas like, I don't have imagination I, anymore. You have quite a bit of imagination, but when you're a kid, it runs wild. And it, I mean, yeah. It's, it's unfocused and it just does whatever it wants. Like I do think about it. Like if I watched these as a kid, I probably would have been fucking shitting my pants at everything happening because it's so cool. Yeah, and it is like even when, the prequels. Honestly, when you're a kid, it is super super cool, and the big twist is insane because it's yeah. not anything you could ever have seen coming. Yeah, you're like what? Uh. <laughs> I remember that's me as a kid as any twist ever. <laughs> I know oh, that. Oh my the- god. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, I didn't think that twist was too crazy, but I think I, once again, because of pop culture, I knew a little bit about it. It's yeah. and, uh, like, that's kind of just osmosis to don't realize. Well, yeah, some people don't realize someone stuff. hasn't seen it and they accidentally spoil it, which I've done yeah. that before, like talking about something and then realizing that I'm accidentally spoiling it for someone else. We've yeah. had to stop you doing that a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> people are really, I mean, that's honestly, that's an issue with everyone I've ever met. Jiraiya, though, like, what are the best people about spoilers? Spoiled something with the end game by accident because I made a joke. Yeah. And that was hilarious to me, but he felt kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between accidentally spoiling it and like that one guy who basically got beat up by a bunch of fans because he was just like screaming end game spoilers. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh. there's just being an asshole. Yeah. It's, it's when it's literally premiere night. And you just saw it, and the other people are going in on premiere night, but the screening after you, and you yell at all the spoilers. You deserve to get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. You deserve that. You're an asshole. Yeah. You know what you got yourself into. So don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a Keep dick. Keep your spoilers in your pants. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Keep that out. No. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, spoiler. Let, Speaking of spoilers, hey, we're doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, are you, are you telling people dicks out spoilers in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, (laughs) (laughs) keep it all in your pants is what I'm saying. (laughs) But yeah, speaking of spoilers, I'm surprised we actually got to segue for once into this section. Uh, Spoilers for episode five for what is Empire Strikes Back. Got it. Here we go. You did it. So the movie starts off with Luke. Yeah. And he gets almost. Yeah. Actually, he gets kidnapped by Mr. Beast. Yeah, Mr. Wonton. Wampa. Mr. Wonton. Wampa, yeah. <laughs> gets, he gets kidnapped by a Wampa fruit. And he escapes by himself, honestly. I mean, he ends yeah. up not surviving. Because, and the Force. You know, well, yeah, the Force. <laughs> Which is one of those like very popular scenes that you always see. Actually, almost every scene in this is that popular scene you see. Yeah, a bunch of this movie is like dripping with pop culture these I, days. I would say, though, just being like osmosis into this people don't really talk about what happens on hoth all as much like there's one specific thing that happens where like luke is put in a in a tauntaun yeah but like they don't talk about most of this part of the movie much in my experience i think because it's just like in retrospect not as big as anything else that happens in this movie yeah which is funny because it's a giant battle um like 
in the Star Wars world, the games and stuff, the Hoth is like the that's the battle. Like, yeah, well, because like that makes sense from a game perspective. Why that would be fun? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I guess this is one of the. I'm not like super into all these space fights, <laughs> honestly. Pr- maybe because this is the fifth Star Wars I've watched, and they all have these space fights. Sure, it's fine, but like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get anything out of it. And it being like every video game, like I have played some of the Star Wars video games. So this being the set piece of like 50% of the video games. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's kind of fun watching them tie up a thing, but like it happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're right. It's super cool watching it the first time. And if like you had watched Star Wars somehow and hadn't seen that at all, then super cool, impressive. As a kid, it was super, super cool. I bet. When you've seen it in literally everything else that has an action scene ever, it loses some muster when you see yeah. the original, as everything does. But yeah, I would say the most notable things about this are that you see Luke get fucked up for the first time in the movie here. Yeah. <laughs> and Hoth saves him. And you get Han? a lot of. Han. Yeah, sorry. Han, the entire planet. The entire planet him. comes alive. Well, <laughs> the giant snow hand picks him up and drops him off at the base and is like, you dropped this. <laughs> and then just never talked about again. Um, Han saves him, yeah. And then the most notable parts are like, I would say, you get a lot of good establishing stuff between Han and Leia. Yeah. And and some Luke stuff because they don't hang out after this. Because they get separated. Yeah. As Offspring says, you should. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I don't have a comeback to that. I'm, just, I'm not going to even poke it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like for like five minutes, there's a love triangle between Luke, Leia, and Han. And it's gross because of what you, I mean... You don't know it yet, but that doesn't make it not gross. Yeah, yeah. so like here's the thing, they kiss. Leia yeah. kisses Luke to purposely make Han jealous. Yeah. And at this point, I mean, George Lucas knew. He knew that he was going to have a giant twist. He hadn't told anybody yet. He had like he kept it secret. A big twist of it we're in spoilers, fuck it. Of yeah. the Darth Vader being Luke's father. Yeah. Now, the twin thing is still kept secret. I believe it's first revealed in the novels again. <laughs> um, it might be talked about in the next movie a little bit. I mean, it is hinted in this movie. It is hinted at, yeah. Um, but, I mean, George Lucas knew. He knew he was being weird at this point. Like, I know George Lucas is a weeb, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not cool. It's, it's, it's just kind of gross. Yeah. Even, like... I mean, wow, what a what a crazy concept. He's going to complain about romance in movies. <laughs> like, it's just bleh anyways. Like, what does it really do? Nothing. It does yeah. nothing, honestly. I do like the chemistry between Han and Leia, though. I mean, when Han's not gross, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kind of is Harrison Ford's MO in these old movies is be a little rapey, I'm thinking. I've not seen Indiana Jones in a while, but I can almost guarantee there's probably one of those where he's a little rapey. Oh, we'll see on the podcast one day. One day we will. We will. I've not seen those movies in a very long time. I bet they won't hold up, but that's just my guess. Bet you're right. (laughs) Yeah. um, 
So, yeah, there's the love triangle. Fuck that. Get that out of there. I don't care about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, giant battle. They all get separated. Yeah. yeah. Luke intentionally. Yeah, Luke is like, oh, uh, I well, because he got a message. Oh from yeah, when ben. he was dying, he heard Ben, and Ben's like, Luke, there's this guy named Yoda. Go to Dagobah. Go to Dakabaki. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Luke gets R two, and he heads off on his uh, X wing. Yeah, yeah, he to goes to Yoda Planet. Like I goes guess. to Yoda Planet on the day. I don't know system. why you. Every time I said Yoda Planet, you laughed. But like, it's just funny that's thing. what it is, right? Like, what else do you? I it's, mean, it's, he just went to the like in the prequels. You hear him say he's going off to a planet where nobody will find him. So it's not like a Yoda Planet. He he's the only intelligent life form there. Hey, there was that worm in the water, <laughs> and like a million snakes, <laughs> a couple of iguanas. <laughs> Okay, Guan he fit in. He's green. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being green. <laughs> uh, all right, there's all the references and there stuff out of the way. Um, um, but yeah, and so while that's <laughs> yeah. happening, almost all of the movie on the side of Han, Leia, Chewie, and C-3PO is running away from the Empire. Yeah, yeah. Which it's way more of that than I remember actually. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> it's there's, fun. It has some cool parts. Yeah, I love, there's yeah. like so. One of the things I'm surprised no one really talks about is, like, one of the times they have to, like, disappear, they just fucking hook onto the ship. Yeah. Just hook onto the ship and shut it off. And so, like, they can't track where they are because the ship's off. And it's great, like, because, like, it's it's one of those really good examples of subversion of expectations. Yes. Because what they're doing at this time, they're really trying to get, like, the hyperdrive going. And they're like, why is it not working? We got to get it going. We're going to get it trapped. And you just get the view from the inside of the Empire ship where you see them fly over and then they're just like, the trace vanished. Yeah. And yeah. it's because, like, by all means, you are like, okay, they got the hyperdrive working. Yes. Awesome. And you're, you're meant to believe that. Yeah. And all they did is attach on to the ship and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what people actually probably talk about more, and it's actually what I was looking up on my phone earlier, oh. was... um. Whenever they're hiding on that meteor and they think that they're inside of a cave and instead they're inside of what Eve kept on calling the Alaskan bullworm. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> there actually is a name for it because like, I looked it up and they're like, oh, the first thing that came up was, it's a space slug. I was like, I'm not dealing. That's not a space slug. And, like, <laughs> and then everything Doug else a little was bit, like, it's a space slug, you idiot. No, um, <laughs> apparently because they never name it. Like that thing's never mentioned again. <laughs> um, that happens a lot yeah. in these yeah. movies, I've noticed. <laughs> But uh, I'm guessing it might have been the fans. They may have asked George Lucas about it, what it's supposed to be called, and he told them, but it's an exogorth. That sounds like he just made yeah. that up on the spot. That sounds yeah. like he was at a panel, like, what's it called? X. And he like, saw an Exxon Mobile sign. He's like, exogorth. Exogorth. Like a goth person walking yeah. by. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the person had a growth on their neck that asked. It was oh. like, exogorth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's one of the weird things to me that, like, why can't it just be a cool space worm? Why does it need a name? Star Wars, man. Everything like, yeah. has to have a fucking name. What's the name of the lizard man? He has a name. What is you it? You see him again in this stuff. Oh, he has really? a name. You see him a lot, actually. What about that cockroach man? You'll probably see him a lot. I oh, I guarantee he has what a name. What about Cantina Devil? Actually, I think Lizard Man is in the Cantina. I think he probably is, too. Yeah. yeah. What's the name of every snake on Yoda Planet? 
Snack, sneak, snock, snook, <laughs> snack. <laughs> I would believe that like before I believe, be, would believe Exogorth, honestly. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's just tired, and it's like the last question out of panel. He's like, sneak, snock, snook, snook, block, knock, snark, and the sneak, logo. And Mrs. Snoda. Snoda? But yeah, like when I looked it up, that t- they said it was called uh, Exogorth. It's, it's, which in that picture. Kind of looks like a penis. It looks like Moby Dick. Yeah, it looks like a dick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a, yeah a clever subversion of expectations back to my train of thought. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I also like the worm part though. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if we like yeah. Wait, was that before they? Yeah. Yeah, that okay, was before. Yeah, you're right. It uh, was one of those like they realized that they weren't in a cave and they're being slowly like, digested while apparently. That thing has worms to digest whatever food it eats. I mean, flying little bat things. I mean, honestly, that's kind of on par with Animal Planets. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I like remember seeing animals that are the size of planets. planets. <laughs> Ecosystems, I meant. Yeah, like I remember seeing that documentary on Animal Planet. Yeah, <laughs> and here you can see the exogorth with the wimblelots <laughs> in the middle inside of it. They help digest the bones that the exogorth cannot pass. Here you go. What are the name of the fucking flying birds inside the Exogorth, Robbie? <laughs> Google that shit. Okay. I expect an answer. Wimblebats. <laughs> He's really good. He just turns out to be right. <laughs> He's like, Bimbleblats, you fucking idiot. How did you not know that? <laughs> they look like a Bimbleblat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, there, I mean, like a lot of Star Wars, there's a lot of cool scenes that don't amount to a whole lot. Yep. Is the issue. That's Star Wars. Which is why I don't like really think about it. Like, yeah, cool. They're flying through the asteroid. And don't tell me the Oz. I don't know why people latched onto that one. It's a good line. It's know. a good one liner you can fine. say to look like an asshole. C three PO's amazing in this movie. He's, he's amazing so in every cool. movie. I know. He's still so great though. There's not a single movie in Star Wars that I've not liked C three PO. Yeah. He's good. He's just good. Um Yeah. Well, well, let's get through all the Han stuff. They ended up escaping eventually. They and go into the blinding light. <laughs> yes, they go to the gas planet, the cloud. I think it's called the City of Clouds. I don't remember. Cloud City? Cloud City. Yeah, Shell I think it City. is just called Cloud City. Cloud City, yeah. Um, where they meet Han's old friend. Yeah, Lando Calrissian. Yes. Sounds like a cowboy. Yes. <laughs> they meet the two black people in all of stuff well, in all of the original so far, trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're correct. <laughs> One of which disappears after the first scene you see. <laughs> um I'll say I actually like Lando a lot more than I expected. Lando's good. But yeah. to be fair, I thought he just kind of fucked off after he gave him to Vader. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's kind of what everyone makes it seem like he did. Well, it's because everyone just like looks at the betrayal and they don't look at the reasoning why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I found out the name of him. What is it? Minox. Boo. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Also, sounds like a made up name. It's like, oh, what are those bats that were like trying to eat the ship? Minox. Actually, I think they say that in the movie. Thinking about it. Oh, actually, they might, huh? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, Minox. Watch out! They're chewing the wires up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's actually a quote uh, on the Wikipedia of it saying, you put down our, put down our asteroid, you get Minox. Fucking weird. Apparently that's yeah. just a thing. Yep. 
And then also Han knew they were in a space. Whatever. Oh yeah, and they do a callback, I guess, where they're like, "That's no, that's no asteroid or something." Yeah, and it's the worm. And yeah. It's like, oh, it's like <laughs> the cave is collapsing. This ain't no cave. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like it's fine. It feels weird to be calling back already when it's one movie. It was a beloved movie. I know. It's just funny. Um, uh, but yeah, Lando's cool. I like Lando a lot. He's fun. He's less of like just a scumbag, which I expected. I think like He's... kind. Of, I thought he'd just be like Han Solo two, but with less of a moral compass. <laughs> He's more or less like a wild card because that's that's yeah. what they keep on trying to say in the movie is that like they they're not sure exactly what he's gonna do. He's not exactly Han's friend or anything. He's just a guy that he knows, yeah. and they had nowhere else to turn to. And they're like, "Here's his establishing trait. He was a gambler." Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Bye. Uh, yeah. What you want? Two <laughs> traits for this guy? Black. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. So we'll get back to the Cloud City in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when Luke escapes, he goes to Dagobah. And you have the whole thing with R2 and the water and the snake doesn't thing. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Um, point is, he crash lands, basically, his ship into some water. Gets out. Makes camp, eventually. And then starts eating this thing that I've always wanted to eat myself. It just looked like a sausage. It, I don't know. It looks like a, like a big Slim Jim. But since I was a kid, I was like, mm, give me that fucking space. Just give me that Coca sausage. Give me that Dagobah sausage. <laughs> yeah, give me that Dagobah sausage. Dad, daddy. <laughs> he, no, 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 no. Keep going. Keep please, going. Please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who else wants a bite of the sausage? Yoda. Yes. And you get one of the most memorable characters in all of cinematic history. Yeah, and I, I just love him in this. He's just like a gremlin man. He's amazing. Yeah. He's like, Yoda, I am. Eat your sausage, I will. Ooh, that <laughs> looks, nom, nom. looks delicious. Yeah. He's like, so good. Ooh, a flashlight. He is just chaos when you meet him. Yeah, he's so great. Like, it's it was like shattering all the like thoughts I had about Yoda because you know, one you went, I went through all the prequels. Where Yoda's like this very uh, serious, stern kind of oh, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> end of the world it is bringing. Yes, and then you get to this, and it's just some old man in a fucking yeah. swamp. Yeah, <laughs> so great. he's very much that guy who was very serious his entire life until after he retired, and then became just a giant dick for no reason. Yeah, I, yeah, but like, God, I love because this is what I mean. Like, you could see like Jim Henson's touch in this. Like, he has such like. Muppet energy to him, yeah, where yeah. it's like, it's like a kind of more toned down Kermit the Frog. Like if you could take Kermit <laughs> more seriously, kind yeah, of. actually, yeah. Because like, there's so much, and there's so much character. Like you see him like take a bite of the sausage. I didn't think they would do that with a puppet. Yeah, it's so, it's like just walking amazing. with the cane, and like it looks good and it's fun. He and then when like he has the little light, light, light the flashlight, flashlight thing. Thank you. And like R two tries to take him from like, no, let go. It's just so great. Like he has so much character in like five minutes. Yeah. And I just instantly fell in love with this version of Yoda. I love little Gremlin Yoda. Yes. This is the Yoda that I remember as being Yoda. Yeah. yeah. And I think the prequels do such a disservice to Yoda because I mean, you kind of have to, I guess, have him be that because you can't have him be in charge of a cancel and be this like fucking chaotic energy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To be, I feel like, like the prequels would be 
funner if he was like this chaotic energy, but he still commanded them because they're like, like he's the most powerful Jedi we have here. Like we just got to deal with this bullshit. He's just like an old man. (laughs) Imagine just like like Windu going up is like, what did we do, Yoda? And he's like, hmm, eat lunch we must. (laughs) And then it's just like he's just like Yoda, we're being attacked. Hmm. Snakes there are. <laughs> Be attacked every day we are. Lunch right now. Mm. And then, Sausages. That's that? whenever Count Dooku picks him up and he starts hitting Dooku with the cane. Yeah. <laughs> die, die, die. <laughs> yeah. Admit it. That would be amazing. It would, it would be, be so great. funny. Can, can we just like fund a version of it with old Yoda? <laughs> that would be good. One of the things I think, here's the thing. I've been watching the Clone Wars show after I said I would never watch it again on this series, I think, even. Yeah. Um, I did start, I've, I'm watching it slowly. So I'm, yeah. I, like if I have like 20 minutes and I literally have nothing else I want to do, I'll put on an episode. You're doing the thing I told you you need to do with some shows. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yes, finally. Um, and it's the perfect show to do it because I don't think it's great, but it's like Star Wars. So whenever I want to watch Star Wars, but I don't feel like watching a whole movie, I can put on an episode of that. And so I've been doing that. And there is an episode early on where you get to see Yoda leading a small group of clones and he kind of has that dumb, fun energy. <laughs> like, he, like, fucks with people, and they, like, don't believe him, and he's like, ah, eh, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, he does the Yoda thing, like, even so much to where it's like, Yoda, don't you think that we should be running away and going to find help? Mm, we've been fighting all day. We can rest. Cool. Actually, no, not even just, like, little gremlin Yoda, just, like, a, a Yoda that's serious but has that gremlin energy, so he knows when to be serious, but also know, like he knows whenever he doesn't have to be serious, he can just be a little troublemaker. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like that, that's, that, that's the best kind of Yoda. Yeah, that's what this movie does perfectly. Like, yeah. Yoda, when you meet Yoda, he's such a, like, weird little gremlin man. Yeah. But, like, he gets serious when he needs to, because he knows, like, this is a dire situation, ultimately. Yeah, like, they go into his little hut, and they start <laughs> eating stew yeah. of some kind. Yeah. Not good ones, no. according to Luke. Luke does not enjoy it. And, like, they're having fun, and, like, Yoda's, like, just having a good time, <laughs> yeah. and, like, talking to him, making jokes and stuff. And then he brings up Darth Vader, and immediately, like, boom. Yeah. He's a completely serious person. Like, yeah. okay, I fucking, we gotta deal with this. Yeah. Yeah, Luke's like, how do you know? And Yoda's like, hmm. <laughs> well, he, he, like, straight Kenobi? up tells him, he straight up tells him, like, I've watched you your entire life, and you've, like, you've always looked out into the, or, looked out into the stars, but never looked inside of yourself. You always just kind of did whatever you wanted to. You have no discipline to yourself whatsoever. You, s- you seeked adventure, but that's not what a Jedi seeks. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's good. But, like, it, he's still fun. Yeah. Though. I yeah. think that, again, like, he was he's so deadly serious in the originals. And, honestly, just in general media's depiction of him, he's mm-hmm. so deadly serious. He is, yeah. But here, he's such a fun thing. Funnily enough, from this, I think Thumb Wars had a better idea of the character <laughs> than a lot of other parodies I've seen. Yeah. Because I think I told you, like, in Thumb Wars, he's like, a puppet I am. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> actually just like a fun little Muppet. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of in line with this character. I love it. Yeah. I think that just having what, I'm just, it's a fucking Muppet. Yeah. It is by every means except for the production of what it looks like a Muppet. He is... Um, being puppeted by a Muppeteer. Yeah. He had direction directly from Jim Henson. Like, it's a Muppet. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Yeah. And as with all of the aliens in the prequels, like, it's always believable. Yeah. Like, 
his his lip syncs off a little bit. It's but fine. like, it's whatever. A, it's a muppet. Yeah. It's fine. Like, but I still like believe he exists, which is an important thing for movies like this to do. Yeah, I never. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, say that, but like, I never doubt that Yoda is Yoda. Yeah. Like, I'm never like fucking puppets. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's. I mean, it's a thing that is important for a lot of puppeteers, and a lot of them will tell you that like. There gets to a point where people forget they're talking to a puppet sometimes. Yeah. Um, a weird example. There's this. It was I think it was MTV. This weird like parody children's show, <laughs> and like they had puppets in there, and there was one segment where like they were just walking around downtown New York, and someone just kept saying, "Get the camera out of my face." They're just backing away while this guy keeps walking towards the camera, <laughs> constantly telling him to put it out the face, <laughs> and like. I guess in interviews later they said, and even then you can see he's he's talking to the puppet, <laughs> and not the guy behind the camera. That's so good. Yeah, That's so good. There's so like it's, it's a, stuff like that. It's a sign of a good uh, puppeteer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he said like sometimes in like interviews someone like there was a time someone started strangling the puppet <laughs> 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 and stuff like that. Like, but like my point is like you need to convince people stuff like that or else it doesn't work yeah and they do a really well job in the in the original trilogy like it's one of the things and of course the prequels suffer just because of when they came out in a lot of ways but like the prequels can end up taking you out of it a lot with the added elements it's too shiny too much cg it's unbelievable yeah yeah but like God, just like every alien in this looks so there. Yeah. And I just believe it. Yeah, you feel like it's part of the world. Like actually a part of it. It's great. Yeah, um, if you can't tell, Yoda's my favorite part about this movie. <laughs> and I hope he gets to do something in the next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Luke eventually convinces Yoda to train him in the Jedi ways, and so he does, and puts Yoda on his back, he does flips, handstands, yeah. practices using the force some more. <laughs> <laughs> Ends up seeing a vision of him fighting Darth Vader, and then whenever he cuts off Vader's help our head, the helmet reveals Luke's head underneath the helmet, which is silly, it's yes. silly. Yeah. But like, I really like what Yoda says before he enters the cave. He's like, "What's in there? You have everything that you will ever need in that cave." Or no, the only thing that you bring in that cave is what you have with you now, and that's it. really good. Yeah. Actually, well, there's that, and then like the first thing he does, he picks up his belt and he tells him, "You're not going to need your weapon in there." Yeah. And he takes it anyways. Yes, which is so good. Like it, it's it's a small thing, but it really is so good. Yeah, yeah. like it show like Yoda is a really, I like he's obviously intelligent and intelligent, but like, he understands so much. Yeah, yeah. Like you get the feeling of it, and it's really cool. Yeah, I I like it a lot, and like. The prequels kind of lets me get more of that, like, you know what he went through, actually. But, like, even here, you could see a lot of, like, the pain and, like, doubt in Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Which, the Jedi don't have feelings, of (laughs) course, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, and it is very much one of those, like, Yoda doesn't want to train Luke at all, Mm -hmm. but he's doing it as a favor to Ben. Yeah, (laughs) Ben won't leave him alone, even after death. He's like, Yoda, trained my boy! And he's like, Oh, I don't want to. It's like, I'm old. Let me go back to sleep. Yoda, please. It's like, impatient the boy is. 
Yo, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I think you could just improve any ghost scene if, like, it's the guy going, Hey! <laughs> Avenge me, please! That's... I'm trying to... Going back to bed, I am. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 <laughs> bottles of beer. <laughs> All right! <laughs> funny that like just having yoda be a little gremlin made it like fired me up so much but he's so he's so lovable yeah like he's very lovable but like like dry said he like a lot of people actually take weird advice from this movie from him from like just little snippets of things that he says because there's a a lot of weight whenever he is being serious to the things that he says yes yeah which i think you see that a lot in society as well like a lot of people take when a comedian like at the end of their set says something very serious Mm -hmm. they take that Way more than they should. Usually, like, Bo Burnham's uh, newest special inside yeah. is, like, the biggest fucking thing in the world right now for the internet. I sure have watched one song from it. I think it's earned. I think it's really good. It is. But, probably. like, it's one of those things to where, like, guy who funny is now sad and very serious. Like, ooh. Like, yeah. everybody pays way more attention. I think Yoda taps into that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I mean, to Yoda be fair, it's been kind of working mm. towards that with Bo Burnham specials, though, too. It has. He's, he's like, been consistently... Getting more darker and yeah, darker and more depressed <laughs> as yeah. his specials go on. Yeah, yeah. But can eventually, gush about Yoda for seventy more hours. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't. We can't. Yeah. This room's too hot for that. It, yeah. Eventually, uh, Luke ends up getting a vision while he's training in the ways of the Force of Han and Leia being in pain, and he knows that they're in a city in the clouds, and that he has to go do what he can to protect yeah. them. And Yoda's like, "Don't." <laughs> if you leave now, then you will betray the Force, and nothing good will happen ever. But and also, things change a lot. Yeah, and Ben's like, don't do it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm dead, but come on. Stay, just stay here, train. Come on. Is it cool here? Look at all the plants. Look, so look at all the snakes. I put all these snakes here for you. Look, I found a lizard. <laughs> Also, I don't know why, but like this, specifically, this Ben is very high resolution. Extremely yeah, high resolution. I, I do not remember him being nearly this high resolution. Do in you the know if that original. was touched up? Because it feels yeah. weird. I bet it was. Yeah. There's a few things I can tell that were touched up, like yeah. um, seeing the Empire ship uh, whenever it shows, like because it was just like a you you can very much tell in the originals. It's just like a model that they're kind of pushing along a background that looks like stars, and this one, like they actually added some depth to it and the added shadows and they added some lighting and some afterburner effects and like made it look like an actual ship flying through space instead of just like a, someone pushing a model uh, past a background of space. Yeah. Yeah. It looks a lot better. The, I think the touch-ups they did in this are way more subtle than they did in episode one. Yeah. They didn't just add a random a- alien to a scene. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm, I'm going Which, to assume I haven't, I've not, I've not seen it in a while, but I'm assuming the next one, they're more obvious. Oh, <laughs> I've definitely not yeah. seen them in 4K. Vader's gonna shoot first, and he yeah. doesn't even pick up his gun. He just fires a laser. Torch. <laughs> there was a, there's a scene in the next movie that I am not looking forward to. Yeah, in particular that that was added later on. Like it originally wasn't in the movie at all, and they just decided like, yeah, we're gonna add this into the movie to add depth and show how much creativity we can have with CGI. It's so not needed. They add Jabba the Hutt back in at the end, and Vader steps over his tail. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, Luke yeah. goes over to uh, cloud. the Cloud City, and you discover that uh, Lando has betrayed 
Han and Leia. After a very nice dinner with Vader, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, also, C-3PO was shot. Yeah. And, like, basically obliterated. Uh, Chewie gets them back together. It's fine. I mean, he could survive obliteration if yeah. you're a robot. And yeah, 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 he still was obliterated. Yeah. He was obliterated, but apparently his hard drive and his CPU were fine. Yeah, he was obliterated, but he got better. Yeah, <laughs> I got better. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they are have a very very nice dinner with Darth Vader. I'm, I'm sad they didn't show that scene. You know, I think that was really missing from this movie. It was a very <laughs> awkward dinner with Just Vader. 20, 20 minutes of, Leia, eat your peas. Leia, I said eat your peas. I am your fa- I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that's where the reveal was? Eat your peas. I am your father. Eat your peas. <laughs> I uh, mean, nothing. Nothing. I father more peas on your plates. <laughs> Who wants pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I th- I think people give Lando a lot of crap, but. I don't get why yet. I like, like I said, I think it's just they see the base of like he betrayed the main characters in there, and they don't like look at the fact that the Empire came there and said, "Hey, we will kill you and all of, and everyone in your city if yeah, you don't like, do what we say." He he was handed a, he was not handed the best cards, basically. No, no, no. Man, made like, made up the only bet he could. Yeah, <laughs> and like saw himself backed in the corner and had to make a deal with the yeah. devil. Even that, like, he still helped them so much, even, like, before unbetraying them. Like, yeah, I mean, at the end, he put all of his chips on the table. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep going. I'm curious how many, <laughs> I'm curious how many gambling turns you can guess. Bust. <laughs> Snake eyes. <laughs> but, like, Snake eyes on the Dagobah system. <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, obviously he saves the day in the end because someone has to, but... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, even before that, he was like trying his hardest to make sure Han never got hurt, and like they weren't gonna just be murdered immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is also where, uh, since they are captured, Han is being given over to uh, Jabba. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, they carbonate yeah. him. Yes, <laughs> they don't carbonate him. <laughs> they put him in a soda and they like shake him, and he's like. <laughs> I can't even think of the word now because all I have is carbonate. Freeze him in carbonite. Carbonite. Thank yeah, you, carbonate. Robbie. <laughs> um, and that's where you get the very classic line that E really hates. Yeah. Uh, I love you and I know. It's stupid. I Which, hate it because of what how people use it. But it wasn't scripted, so that's fun. Sure. It was supposed to be, I, I don't love like, you. I love you too. I don't like Han Solo and Leia's relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. What I think is still the funniest thing about that scene is it originally wasn't in the script. But they were not sure if, um, now I'm forgetting his real name. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah, they were unsure if Harrison Ford would come back for another movie. I'm, and so, yeah. like, if he decided, like, yeah, I don't want to do a third movie with you guys, like, okay, well, he stays frozen in Carbonite then, and then Lando takes over the yeah. role. Uh, imagine that universe. That'd be really cool. I'm actually okay with that universe. In like, a weird way. imagine actually a black person being a very important role in the original trilogy. I'm still waiting for a black person to be a very important role in Star Wars. What do you mean? Solo came out. No, wait, that's Solo. (laughs) I don't know why. In my mind, I remember all the trailers showing off Donald Glover, so I was like, yeah, he's the main character. He's in there, but it's not him. It's not about him. (laughs) What if it it was a base switch and that whole movie was about Lando? I hate to say it, but one of the only people that really did that without it being like an all-black cast would probably be George, George Romero. Or at least the only one that I can think of off the top of my head, at least, because 
a good example is like Night of the Living Dead. He had a black man as the lead and like the one who's like basically leading everybody and like uh, making sure nobody dies and stuff like that and like trying to keep everyone arm, uh, getting everyone to survive the night and everything. And everyone thought that it was like a his way of like trying to like like say like classism is bad or something like that. And then they remember they asked him in an interview afterwards, like, why did you hire him as the lead? Like, was it to like talk about classism and Jim Crow and all such? It's like, no, like he just happened to be the best for the role. Like the fact that he's black didn't matter. <laughs> he's just a good actor. Yeah. You dick. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get to the point where we can just say that. Yeah. But, I'm waiting. But Not yeah, there. like that movie was what? 1968 or something like that. Yeah, I believe so. So the fact that he did that and like, he, he just hired him because he was a good actor. Like was, a or not uh not frowned upon what's the word i'm thinking of it was shocking yeah it was shocking to general audience like they thought that he was trying to make a message even though he was just the best actor for the role which wound up george romero walking into the thing in his career to where every single movie of his had to have a message now yeah he accidented into it yeah nice. he's a uh, i weird enough yesterday i heard this for the first time uh an accidental pioneer or, yeah. an ex- or a pioneer by um coincidence yeah 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 <laughs> He is too. That's funny. Yeah, uh, it was someone else. It was uh, actually an interview. Like, you go ahead, cut all this out. It was an interview that was done with Nolan North because Nolan North uh-huh. was actually a pioneer for a lot of things that in video game, like you know, he was a voice actor. Whenever voice acting wasn't are supposed to be all that popular, and he helped make it popular. And then uh, he did mocap whenever it wasn't very popular, and he helped make it. Popular and look where and that came. Yeah, so I he he called him. So like somebody called him a pioneer by coincidence, and it just kind of stuck with him. Mocap in games is huge. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess the games I play are very different, like handcrafted animations. And I forget. Yeah, there's big old games where they need to mocap all the cool action stuff that mm-hmm. people do. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot easier on the artist if there's some if they have at least a skeleton frame of somebody moving around. To make like it if there realistic. wasn't mocap for Uncharted games and the newest God of War, they just would never be made. You couldn't do it. Okay. And you could, but they would be <laughs> so much more expensive and so much more time consuming to where like it would just probably wouldn't be worth it for nah, them. They just yeah. have Kratos just T pose like all over <laughs> and they just try to explain it. <laughs> oh more god, I kinda wanna like... I kinda wanna see that or just like him in a T pose just like floating around and then like his uh blade just start flying yeah. <laughs> out of his T pose arms. This That'd is be if I game. made a game. <laughs> like, if I made like an action game, I would just give no fucks about animations and just go absurd. In fact, I did give no fucks when I was working on an action game in high school. Honestly, Ooh, yeah. You made T pose Avenger. I was told to tone down my animations. Really? One of my like, one of my finishing moves was like, you threw the sword up in the air, you did a bunch of flips and slammed down, and they were like. You need to slow down, dude. This is way too much for, like, the fourth hit of the combo. Huh. Yeah. Um, anyway. Star Wars. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Lando's, Lando's cool. I don't quite get why people kind of just only see the betrayal, but maybe next movie, maybe not. I'll see more. I don't know. By the end of the next movie, you'll have an opinion on him. Probably. Yeah. Um, he betrays him again. I, sh- I shouldn't say stuff, baby. Just <laughs> honestly, you never know. You never know. Just what you want your only major black character to do: <laughs> betray someone twice. Um, uh, but yeah, so that happens, and Lando does get them out of there. He helps Leia and Chewie and C three PO and R two D two escape because R two D two gets onto the city with Luke there. Gets locked gets away. Separated. Yeah, yeah. Vader knew he was too strong. He could not take on R2. 
He wouldn't want to. It's his best friend. Not anymore. Not anymore. He got Anakin's his mind dead. wipe, remember? Not actually it's not even a mind wipe. It's literally I think it's like one of those Resurrection. Weird... Yeah, it's one of those like Anakin Skywalker is dead, long live Darth Vader. No, I thing. meant R2 got his mind wipe. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Both yeah, he of did. them did yeah, at he the did. end. Yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, keep on you... forgetting yeah, keep on forgetting that throwaway line in Revenge of the Sith of like wipe the minds of them. Yes. You have you have to remember that or else there's a lot of weird things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Vader and Luke confrontation while the rest escape. Yeah, and it's a good fight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that, because this was, like, I feel like this is the best fight I've seen so far. Yeah, like for sure. Because there's a lot of, because there was some of the stuff we were talking about with the prequels, like, seeing the personality and, like, how each person thinks throughout the fight, I think that really sticks here. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you start, Luke is, of course, impatient, so he's the one always doing the starting attack. Yeah. He's the yeah. And Vader's parrying every attack. And, well, like, one thing with Vader, if you notice, too, is, like, Vader, he's just doing it with one arm in a way of showing that, like, you're still no match for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it is all very, like, intentional and really cool to watch. Yeah. Like, Luke clearly out of his element. Vader always having the upper hand. Yes. Um, the only time that Vader really is taken out of control is he falls off a ledge, <laughs> which is very silly. Yeah. Um, it's like, and, and his armor gets hit once, but he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But the interesting thing with that is, like, it's after he falls off the ledge, he actually is clearly more, like, angry with his attacks. Yeah. And he starts taking the initiative more often. Yeah, he does. You see that because, like, he starts getting angry and telling yeah. him, like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how any of this works. Like, what are you yeah. doing, kid? And, like, he's actively trying to push Luke away from him. Yeah. And, like, it goes into the thing where it's, like, the dark side is very compelled by anger. Mm-hmm. And you see that, like, Vader's clearly a very emotional person. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. As we saw in the prequel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He was very uninterested in the prequels sometimes. Yeah. Uninterested is an emotion. A right? bland one. Yeah. I mean, when he was a kid, though, I remember hearing him, yippee. Yay. Uh, but, um, no, it's just like, it's a really cool fight. Definitely my favorite so far. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And that's where you get the uh, Obi-Wan never told you about your father. Yeah. And you're like, no, I killed your father. No. That's it not. Can't be. That's not. <laughs> So I am your father. Yeah. <laughs> Obi Wan told me you killed my father. Yeah. No. Like, no, I am. I am your father. Yeah. Which no, I can't be. That's impossible. I mean, everyone remarks it. It is weird that so many people misremember that line, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a super insignificant misremembering. Just Luke, I am your father, rather than no, I am your father. But it's kind of it's one of those like interesting things that everyone that so many people just forgot. Yeah. Like there was some big pop culture thing that referenced it in that way and everyone attached to that instead yeah, yeah. i wonder i wonder which i don't know i don't know weirdly enough I don't, I don't know if it was this but it could be is that old movie tommy boy with chris farley oh because like there's that yeah there's that scene where he has like the terminator hand and he's talking through a fan because you know talk through a fan it chops up the air so it makes it go like yeah and he says luke i am your father in that one like just kind of joking around i could see it that, like, that a... might be it i don't know if it is when did space balls come out 
I don't know if they said it wrong in that one, but mm, that could be another one. I don't think late they, 80s, early 90s, I think. Mm, maybe. I don't think they, they ever do that, though. No? no. Well, I don't know then. I don't know. I think Tommy Boy could have been it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. that seems like a like, that's but, that's uh, a fir- that's the earliest representation I could think of of them saying Luke, I am your father. That but, was an extremely yeah. influential movie. Yeah, I think the funniest thing to me about that one though is um, they did some interviews with uh, Mark Hamill about this movie like years later, and he was talking about like, oh yeah, like I remember when the first movie came out and I was able to talk to like whoever I wanted about it. like, oh yeah, I'm going to be like this this space western movie. It's going to be really cool. And, like he's able to give all the details that he wanted about it. And, like, you know, they were, like, very open. Like, yeah, I'd go ahead and talk to whoever you want about it. Like, you know, and then Empire Strike Back comes out, and he had to start signing NDAs right. and wasn't allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It was so secretive. I remember hearing that uh, during, like, the actual filming of that scene, that's whenever Mark Hamill found out that um, Luke's, or that uh, Darth Vader is, uh, is his father. And they told him that in secret and said, like, don't, like, tell nobody about this. Yeah. And then even the actor that was inside of the suit, he didn't say, I am, or no, I am your father. He says, no, Obi-Wan killed your father yeah. in there. So that way, like, not even the cast knew. Like, the only ones who really knew were George Lucas, Mark Hamill, and James Earl Jones. And that, uh, once, it, uh, and then nobody else knew until the movie came out. Yeah. Which is so cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's a really <laughs> neat idea. Because, um, yeah, that's one thing that I don't think we really talked about. Uh, all of Darth Vader is dubbed over. Yeah. You kind of have to. You have to. Because you can't choose James Earl Jones isn't in there. It's just yeah. some white dude. Um, which, again, we'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> Eventually. Soon. Yeah. Which is fun. Because, like, you can say whatever you want. You can do whatever yeah. you want to say. He's yeah. over there like, hey, come over here. Let's go. I don't know. I why. got some lightsaber for you in my pants, Luke. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> also, you talk- get this Dagobah sausage. <laughs> <laughs> You you saying uh, old white dude reminded me. This is technically the first glimpse of Vader we would have gotten. It would have been, yeah. yeah. If I didn't choose the order I chose. Yeah, you see the back of his scarred up head when he's in his weird egg. <laughs> I don't get it, but it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's another one of those things that was explained away in novels and comics. I th- I mean, I think George, Lu- like the obvious answer is George Lucas probably thought it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimate. I think what it ends up being explained as is in that little thing when it's closed up is the only time that he's able to survive outside of his suit. Yeah. Sure. So, so yeah, that, that's basically his life support system whenever he's not in his suit. And that's yeah. why it was opened and you got a glimpse of it. <laughs> I know. <I'm> sure. <laughs> I, that's, yeah. If I, know, I remember I correctly, that's what it is. But. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... But yeah, that would have probably been really interesting if I didn't know already. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, can't change the past. No. I still think one of the big speculations that is one that's very candid actually is like that's basically st- like what Darth Vader is wearing is basically uh, the Star Wars version of a respirator. Yeah. And so a bunch <laughs> of people are like definitely scared of a burned man wearing a respirator walking around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that suit itself is scarier yeah. than that. But like, <laughs> it, that's technically what it is in Star Wars, though. Yeah. Because oh, um, that suit is the only thing really keeping him alive. Well, that in the force, but I guess we are glossing over the "I am your father." It's kind of it is unfortunate. Ultimately, I obviously knew that. Yeah, right? yeah. But like, so, there, there's also a lot of weight to what Vader is saying during that scene too, because he's not only just saying like "I am your fa- father," he's also saying like, 
whenever he says like join me and uh we will uh rule the galaxy together as father and son he's basically saying help me defeat palpatine right there too yeah he yeah. talks about like you're the only thing that could stop the emperor yeah he said uh, the emperor had foreseen that you'd be the only one to stop him so come with join me i will finish your training and we will defeat the emperor together yeah and we will rule the galaxy as father and son yeah there's a, yeah there's a lot of interesting stuff with that and it's like i guess I'll give the prequels this. It's an interesting parallel between Anakin and Luke with the temptation of the dark side. Yeah. There's an interesting parallel between the two of them. Yes. That there is, is. That'll be the only thing I give the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, and like, I, I don't think uh, even Darth Vader knows that that's his son until Emperor Palpatine actually says, this kid is the son of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Look into your heart. You know it to or, or yeah, you know it to be true." Yeah. yeah, which is exactly what Vader ends up saying to Luke too. Is, yeah, and you know the whole, you just hear Ben over like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, he is your father." Sorry, I, I fucked that up. I forgot <laughs> to mention that. I I don't know why you said uh, I that he killed him. I don't think I ever said that actually. <laughs> no, he, he said that. Does he? Yeah, Man. he said he said that. Um. Uh, in the original movie, whenever he said that, like, like, oh, you knew my father? He's like, yes, I do. Darth Vader killed him. He says that in the yeah. original movie, which is totally true. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which, like I said, I think that kind of goes on to that, like, uh, Anakin Skywalker is dead, long live Darth Vader thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, so like, I didn't. I don't think I guessed this in my entire guess of the entire movies, <laughs> but I joke about it a lot. That after revealing that he's the father, Luke just jumps off the cliff and happens to live. <laughs> yeah. He does. I didn't think that was actually accurate yeah that's what happens yeah i mean even as a kid i think like the way that i kind of um because like he just kind of jumps or like yeets himself off and then like just gets sucked into a hole yeah and like for some reason i was thinking like oh that must be like an air tunnel kind of thing and now he's sucked into like one of the things of the air tunnel and like chances are it's like nope the force just kind of pushes it most likely is the force yeah is the idea yeah um because he goes out falls onto a weird city under antenna thing yeah i don't know you probably need a billion antennas on a ship like that sure i'll buy it sure but then you get one of the things that is the most interesting for this or well not the most interesting but something that's extremely interesting is um it hints at leia being force sensitive force sensitive yeah Yeah. because uh luke's over there like leia please help (laughs) please hear me leia help me He's like, we have to turn back. I know exactly where he is. Yeah. And they go and they pick him up. And was like, uh. <laughs> yes. <what?" laughs> and then she was like. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> so they go and they, they save Luke and they go and get him all fixed up and give him a robot hand that looks yeah, like his uh, hand. R2 fixes the hyperdrive. It's yeah. almost like he never lost his hand in the first place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I got real annoyed at that. Like. <laughs> If you're going to do something like cut off a character's hand, please give it an actual impact. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It does, it, who gives a shit if you're just going to replace it with the one that looks exactly correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wears a glove now. <laughs> Why? I, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> I think it kind of goes with this aesthetic in the next movie. Robot hand get cold. You could just give him. <laughs> That's a funny thing, too. Why bother giving it pain receptors? <laughs> I don't know, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it's the fu- like I get it's the future, so they probably can just make new 
cool stuff, but like sure. give him a cool robot hand, do something. Come on. Yeah. But also the makeup guy was like, You can't give him a fucking robot hand. I can't do that makeup every goddamn day. Did he say that? No, I imagine. Uh, I mean, yeah. I imagine he was no, like talking like, to George. You keep, you keep having him put it in his sleeve and you just give him a little like the toy grabbers <laughs> actually with like the T Rex head. That'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, holding, he's trying to hold the lightsaber in here like eh. <laughs> Someone needs to get a hold of crack right now. Remake Star Wars Episode Six we for ten dollars. <laughs> we we need our versions of each of these movies, like with the prequels having crazy ass Yoda. Yes. <laughs> just after this, Luke just suddenly has a grab a toy grabber as his hand for the rest of the movie, unexplained. I would love it. Would oh love my it. gosh. <laughs> but yeah, um. I don't know. It's it's just like a cop out thing. It's it's lame. Come on. Yeah. 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 It's fine though. Yeah. It's, I, like, I'm it's, not terribly it's bothered. It's not by the it. worst, but like I see it so often. Yeah, you do. You like, do. Weirdly really enough, on. like when it comes to, like somebody having like a robotic hand that like looks realistic, the only movie I could think of that did it pretty well, in my opinion at least, is iRobot. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember it. Well, you know the one with Will Smith? Oh, I remember that part. I remember yeah. Will Smith. I remember the cover where yeah, he goes he's... like, "Wiki wow, wiki wow, 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 wow." No, that was one before that. Desperado. This was when Will Smith was trying to recoup his career, and he kind of did. Yeah, for a little while. So, like in that movie, at least, like you can go probably cut all this out, uh, <laughs> since we have to warn you about that every time for some stupid reason. <laughs> You'll cut out whatever you, you want sure. to cut you, out. Yeah, you, you always <laughs> warn me. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, you'll cut out whatever you want to cut. But yeah, in that movie, uh, like, cause you just he's just a person until like he ends up getting into a fight with a robot, and the robot grabs like a lead a lead bar and like starts hitting him, and he puts his arm up like that, and like ends up like chiseling away some of the skin right there, and you see it's a robotic arm, oh, and then like yeah. he he's like yeah, that's when he actually starts using it as a robotic arm, and like <laughs> is a yeah, and like I forgot so or what. Huh? Well, no, now the audience knows. Oh. Yeah, well, now the audience knows, so now he can actually like use it as a robot arm, and like. He starts using it to like basically beat the crap out of a robot using just like just his robot arm, but it actually gives like a good reason why he has a robot arm, and like you still like see it like used in that way, and like there's other times where like you know the paint gets scrubbed off and he actually has a robotic arm underneath it. Sure, it's weird. Yeah, that sounds fine. It's a weird movie. Yeah, it is a weird movie. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is in it. Look forward to that it, when we do. Oh Will yeah, Smith he month. is. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're never doing Will Smith month. What? Never. No, don't <laughs> even. Don't even do Wild Wild West. I don't know if that's the name of that Let's movie. See, Independence Day, Wild Wild West, uh, I Am Legend, I, I Robot, I Smith. Uh, the one, uh, the one with the dog. That's a, I Am Legend. Oh, his I feel like kid if, with his child in it. He's not in that. No, yeah. but his Just child his is him. Um, <laughs> After Earth is the one where he plays with his son because it's both oh, Will Smith yeah. and his son. Not a very good movie. Like, uh, it had potential, but whatever his name is, he? his son isn't the best actor in the world. No, his son is not. Also, that movie almost killed... Uh, what's his name's career? Will Smith? No, not Will Smith's. Uh, someone else's. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. That was a Shyamalan joke. Wait, that was a Shyamalan movie? How was... That the deciding factor. I thought it was Lady that in the Water. That movie fucking crashed. I mean, that movie did crash, but he had other movies that crashed. Not like that. Huh. That made $2 total. Yeah. yeah, like, for me, it was after he made Lady in the Water. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking done with his movies. And then he made another good one. You're like, maybe I'll keep giving him a shot. <laughs> no, it was after, like, after that. I, just, I stopped watching for a while. It wasn't until... Uh, Split. Yeah, and so, and when Split came out, that's when I started watching his movies again. 
I, I kept watching his movies. I thought Devil had some stuff in it that was interesting, but it was ultimately bad. The Visit was also ultimately bad. The one with the grandparents? Mm-hmm. Um, Split was good. The one after that was also good. I think that it, that one was Glass, I think. Which, yeah, that one was good. And then... He's going to come out with Old. Yeah, that comes out this weekend. Does it really? Or this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Why it's not today and you actually it this weekend. As something? of this episode going up, it comes out this weekend. Whoa, don't go watch it. Please don't. It looks stupid. Yeah. What, what is the name of the movie? Old. Old. People I... go on a beach and guess what happens, Robbie? Oh yeah, I did see that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I completely like that's how uninterested I am in that movie. I completely forgot I even yeah. saw that fucking trailer. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, this looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I speaking sure... of old, this movie's old, isn't it? <laughs> Star Wars is old. Wow, e? great segue. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so yeah, everything's fine. Uh, Lando and Chewie go off to try and save Han. From save Jabba. Han from Jabba, and Luke and Leia exist. Hang out. Yeah. And uh, C-3PO Luke just went through the, yeah. and R two hold hands and gaze into the stars. Yes. I think it's one of those like Luke just went through the ringer, so he needs to rest for a little while. Yeah, but probably. I do kind of like how in the very first movie, it was like, you know, the, the good guys win and the bad, guy, bad guys have to like, you know, retreat and lick their wounds. And in this movie, the bad guys win and the, or the good guys have to like kind of retreat and lick their wounds after a uh, very embarrassing defeat, honestly. Yeah. Yes. You know, they really should have had uh, Lando and Chewie fly off in space doing spirals going like, ah. <laughs> I mean, all right, we're going to look for our Han Solo. Don't wait up for us. <laughs> I think honestly, that's probably the part that people remember most about this. Because at the time, like a dark movie that ends with the heroes not winning was rare. Like probably. heroes yes. not winning was not what these movies were. No, that's not allowed. You can't have bad vibes. Exactly. You can't have bad vibes in a space opera. It's illegal. So like that's the thing. Like huge fucking cliffhanger at the end of it. The heroes do not fucking win. In fact, one of them might be dead and lost forever. No, they said he's alive. He's just stuck in carbonate. Well, he might have been dead, though. He's just carbonate. <laughs> <laughs> just uncarbonate him. Yeah, just, like, let this, let it go flat. Just let him sit for three years. Yeah. No, no, just shake him up uh, really violently and then, like, just let it all explode and <laughs> hope that he's alive whenever all the fuzz gets Actually, out. Actually, I have to ask, what color is carbonate? Because I thought it was, like, a really dark like color, gray. but it looks like it became, like, white when they went Yeah, it looks like light. a dark bronze almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's the movie. Actually, it's probably the color of carbon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess uh, we have to give a rating on this. All right. Uh, e, go first. Um, this one has Yoda in it, which is <laughs> a, such a plus. Uh, it also has Leia, Luke, and Han romance in it, which is a very plus negative. Boo. It's like triple negative, basically. I didn't, I didn't particularly care for the hot stuff, but that's probably just I've seen it. Yeah, everywhere else, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it was. It so happens there. in every year. You live in pop culture eras. Yeah. Um, Vader's as cool as always. He's still a fucking badass. It introduces Palpatine. I don't think it called him that yet, but Mm-mm. he's pretty interesting so far. Where he's like, well, anyway. Yeah, it gives you the hint that even Vader is not the highest man up still. Yeah. yeah. Well, he went from, follow, or I guess Vader went from following the general to following the emperor. 
in this because yeah. that's that's all they call him in this is the emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just it's good. It's clearly just, again I said it earlier. It's clearly setting up for something. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to really say a whole lot about it. Hard to have a final thought without knowing how it pays off. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I know how stuff like, pays off just through process of elimination <laughs> of what I know about Star Wars. Sure. But you know, it's all it's all cool. Okay. And uh, the seven sounds fine. Almost entirely carried by Yoda. <laughs> okay. Yoda was pretty great. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, I'll give my thoughts real quick, and then you can have the floor, Robbie. Okay. Um, Yeah, I like it a lot. It is really, really, really good, really fun. There are some things that I think drag about it a little bit, um, which is weird because it is so fucking fast-paced, but I don't know. Some days that's a pro, some days a con for me. It just kind of depends on the day. Today, I think how fast-paced it was and how much happens made it feel a little bit more draggy, which is a weird contradiction, I'm aware, but yeah. Because yeah. um, quite a bit does happen in this movie. It does, yeah. And like ultimately, I still just really, really like it. It's still good. It's extremely rewatchable. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. For me, it is, once again, a space web- western, almost turned to a space opera, if you will, because it's just like, hey, we have a bigger budget now. We can do a lot more with this. But yeah. opera. It seems like it, it did seem like it was kind of on the seat of his pa- like, yeah, he was kind of flying on the seat of his pants with this one. Like you can tell wherever he almost made some panic decisions on like, oh, this has to happen to make this happen. So we need to have this happen. Yeah. And I think and like some of it doesn't really make sense, but it is that George Lucas way to like not make have everything make sense and like let you just kind of fill in the gaps yourself, which in some ways is good. In some ways it is bad. Like he overdoes that. Yeah. Um. Some of the scenes, like, it's not so much that they drag on, but they're kind of cheese, or filled with cheese, if you ask me. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> they're just cheese, a nice Gouda. <laughs> well, like, a good example is, like, how they basically introduce the fact that Han, that there's, like, kind of, like, that love between Han and Leia, but, and like, Lando, you yeah. like me, don't you? Oh, get, or grow up. No, 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 admit it, you like me. Like, just having that go back and forth, and, like, it's one that's like, I won't leave until you say you like me. Well, then I won't say anything at all. And he doesn't right. even have the courtesy to say it back. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's why it's fun. Yeah, sure. I, I genuinely think it's fun. I like their connection. And well, it, that's actually another one of the things. Like, it was kind of in a weird pioneer way because, like, it was one of those like a movie had never done that before of just like the "I love you, I know." And it's just such I a Han bet. Solo thing. Yeah. If it was just a Han Solo thing, maybe I'd agree with you. But a lot of people take bad lessons from some of these movies. Yeah. I'm not in charge of people. E. I'm not either. Anyways, <laughs> um, all in all, it is still an enjoyable movie, despite it being maybe a little bit too fast paced. And like I said, there being some of like, you know, the 1970s into the 1980s cheesy parts of it. Like, I guess a good example is like whenever they cut open a Tauntaun, you can tell it's just like a bunch of condoms that are, are that they blew up inside of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they needed that anyways. No idea. Yeah. Or that and also like the Wumpa scene, I feel like that's actually a rather bloody scene for a PG rated movie. Even though this is like in the era of PG rated movies of like they didn't have a PG thirteen, so they it was either R or PG. Yeah. Um I mean I think they kinda get away with it. It's just like it's an animal eating. Yeah. But like besides that, like that or like, you know, the guts of the Tauntaun or whatever else, like there are some liberties they get away with on this movie too. For and, like, sure. I know, like, it was huge for people to have, like, that twist, and that's why people love this movie so much is because of the twist of it, but, like, that's literally five seconds of a two-hour-long movie. 
Yeah. And in a weird way, like I said, it, that's why it it, it kind of like just sits with the the first movie because like the first movie has an overall more enjoyable, like not overall, like how do I put this? The first movie is very consistent with like its enjoyability throughout all of it and like how our charismatic everyone is this one's kind of choppy about it like there's some scenes that are like a little bit that drag on too much and mm-hmm. in some ways almost feel unnecessary and then other scenes that are really cool and it kind of evens it out to where like for me at least they're about the same i i can't remember what i gave the last one i think i gave it a seven uh, but i feel like it would have been higher but i'll give this one an eight like it is an enjoyable movie like despite the fact this is probably like the third or fourth time i've seen it i probably will watch it again yeah because it's Star being... Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Star Wars. You can't stop me. I can. You're not the law. I can. I am <laughs> the law. <laughs> anyway. The law man. Anyways, you can't see the animation me running away from the no. microphone in an audio-only podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll add that in post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Add uh, the cartoon running sound. <laughs> there we go. Uh, seven, eight, eight. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. all in all, like, the Star Wars movies are enjoyable experiences, even though they have kind of like the the space jank in them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. It's really hot in this room. Yeah. We're all at least a little bit sweaty. I'm a, I'm a lot of bit sweaty. Um, so, E, if you want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? Uh, we have a link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. That gives you all of our socials, like our Twitter or Instagram and all the pods you can bean us on. Mm-hmm. That's all there. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> we have an email. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your... Your wumpas. Send us your wampa fruit. <laughs> <laughs> unrelated but please <laughs> yeah um and uh, hey rob robbie yo uh take us out of here the heat stroke is setting <laughs> so do what you can to not sit in a hot room like we do make sure you stay cool this summer but also make sure that you stay six feet away from each other make sure you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds if you're out and about try to uh, make sure you're wearing a mask around other people if you can, go out and get vaccinated. It is important. But if not, do what you can to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thanks for listening. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Also, thank you, E. Sure. Thank you, Robbie. Yep. Thank me, me. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, hope you guys have been enjoying all the Star Wars and all of the... Uh, very different stuff that we've been putting out lately, and we'll probably be putting out for a little while longer at least, yep. just yeah. to see how things feel. Get ready for when we just talk about all the Star Wars specials. The animated one, the Christmas one, the other animated one. The Lego one. The Lego one. Everybody, I hope you had a great week. Hopefully your next week is great too. We will talk to you then. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Bye. Did you look up where the location was after I asked you? No. I can look. <laughs> where were the Hoth scenes filmed? Hoth. That's not even what I said. Did, you, did it look up where the hot scenes filmed and it's mm-hmm. porn? Some lady. <laughs> Showed me some lady. Oh, I thought you were.
That's where they were filmed. Some lady. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? Harden Gerjokelin Glacier. Okay. Somewhere in Sweden? Probably. Norway. The sixth largest glacier in Norway. Huh. Which... (laughs) How can anybody not know that? Yeah, that's like... What kind yeah, of, of course? Who, who wouldn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>